Yeah. What kind of cookie would you like? Don't order it now. Yeah. No, no. you think it now. Think it back. Think your There's cookie. Thinking time. Oh, yeah. Oh, Paradise Bakery. <laughs> it's the Will Show. We love your cookies. Are they, are they sponsoring the show now? I sure hope so. Yeah. That'd be nice. <laughs> I wouldn't slander them. The Will Show, episode hey. 36. 36, yes, to be named. If you're just joining us in 2014, if you just heard about the podcast and you're hearing it for the first time and you didn't listen to episodes 1 through 35 to catch up on all of the intimate Will Show knowledge and oh, character man. and personality. I was going to do nothing but reference the first 35 shows <laughs> in indirect like illusions and stuff. So, oh man, I got to get a new game plan if we're trying to cater to that market. Ooh. Well, uh, I think we, we have a lot more listeners now. There are a lot more people who have come on board. There are more downloads. There are more people listening to the show on the radio. And you might just, you know, if I yeah. just, if I start a podcast and I've done this, I don't go back and listen to the entire archive. That's I true. start with the start latest where you want date. To start and move. Yeah. Yeah. So uh, for those of you joining us brand new for the first time, we name the show as we go along. So all of the titles that you see there in the player are things. Things that just organically come up in the show. So yeah. uh, 36 hasn't been titled yet, but we will certainly come up with one. Right now, we'll just say it's Paradise Bakery <laughs> Cookie Nazis. <laughs> presents. <laughs> presents. You know, it's, fa it's fascinating when you think about time as this, you know, kind of nonlinear thing that's just happening and will happen. But by the time we're done, we'll have named this show. But right now, as we're sitting here in this snapshot, we've yet to know what it's called. Yeah, I know. It's so bizarre. Mm -hmm. it's, uh, it's trippy, Lindsay. Trippy. Is that what happened? I got you your water today, by the I way. I know. Uh, what I did didn't want to do it. Oh, nothing. I'm concerned. Oh, there will be a picture at the end of the show. There's a, yeah, <laughs> in we the bottom just of like my the glass. name. <laughs> I've as of yet revealed that my balls were in that earlier. Okay. Uh, but uh, Jeff Clausen is here. Hi. And I'm allowed to call you Jeff Clausen now. At, at this point, what does it matter? It doesn't matter anymore. <laughs> now, the first couple times, Kevin this Phil is Steve. in the history of the Will Show yeah. that you may not know. Yeah. That we had to call you Kevin Philstein because there was concern well, about it. yeah, no. no and I then think, you ruined yeah, it. What, it. What it all comes down to is it's more of a history of you not caring yeah. <laughs> from episode to episode. I guess to where so. you're just like, you're actively like whatever beyond not caring is. So, of course, no, it's. It, we're we're good. We're good. So. Okay, good. Yeah. yeah. Well, I'll call you whatever you no, want to be. No, you're fine. You're fine. Yeah. I think I think everybody respects you at your place of business to a point that they know that this is what you do now, right? Uh, I don't know. I've never <laughs> had like formal conversations about it. I just I've just always been paranoid, and it's just something that I try to displace professional and personal stuff. But no, I mean it's it is what it is. I've I understand it. that though because I after our like first episode, maybe even halfway in, I was like. Oh, I should have come up with a different name. Like I'm gonna, I'm gonna lose my job. And then the ship job. is sailed. It's all I'm over. Yeah. Lose friends. Because this is, I mean, this is forever. This yes. is, this is right click and away. save target as forever. That's right. This will be floating around the internet long after we're dead. I know. That's so a, yeah. It's, it's a permanent archive. So I just wanted to know that your memory was honored. Now, the, the, in the future, Jeff. So yes. there you go. Now, that's why I stopped caring. It was on your behalf. <laughs> it was about your legacy. Not about it was that. the opposite, actually. Yeah. It was caring so, so much. It was like, it <laughs> yes. was apathy, but it came from a place of love. Exactly. <laughs> love apathy. So uh, so Jeff is here, and yeah. I'm excited that he's here. Uh, I don't know the last time you were here, but... Uh, it's been a while. I, I I'm glad you're back. 
We, you do? we discussed it, I think. Wasn't that Was the that the very time? last time? The last time we talked about Maybe. Justin Bieber? Maybe. Was the last oh, time? no, that was my first time. Yeah, so I think it, I think he's been here uh, yeah. times after that. I'm pretty sure the last time I was here was when Todd was sporting his new Hulk tattoo uh, yes. right next to us, all bloody and inky. Yeah, yeah. that's right. Those are good times. Mm. Uh, and we then, like when there's bloodshed in this mm. room. Well, luckily, we have another Justin Bieber story. We were reminiscing about the Justin Bieber defiling the Anne Frank uh, Museum. But uh, today, his PR team wishes that was the worst problem on their hands right (laughs) now. Yeah. Send him back to Germany. Yeah. So, uh, but before we get into that, I, I did want to give uh, Lindsay uh, an adoption update. She was asking me about this before the show, and we have a. I love babies. So, if it's for Lindsay only, should I just take my headset no, off? And no, home? no, it's Your for you too. I can you, listen to. You should join in. Okay, good. Absolutely. I'm excited. Uh, but uh, so it, there's not much of an update, and that's the update is mm-hmm. that uh, we haven't written a blog in four months. We started Adrian and I started this blog to kind of keep people updated about uh, how the how the process went because we'd never been through it. We know that there's a lot of people who haven't gone through it, and it was an easy way for us to kind of offer detailed information to people who are interested. Yeah. And uh, but for four months we haven't written anything because by the time we wrote our last blog about uh, about starting the dear birth mother letter, we were so over the whole process at that point because of the way the agency has it set up to get that thing approved. Oh, man. And uh, so we're just now writing these updates, and we're kind of going, as we're writing these blogs with four months from four months ago, it's like there's still that tinge of just vitriol and like like a negative vibe, and we're trying to keep it positive, but we're like, well, we decided we're going to be honest about it. Yeah. So uh, here's how this actually works, and that we were two months delayed, or we felt like we were probably four weeks later than it should have been if you were doing a process in the real world in the age of digital communication and production that mm-hmm. a letter like this could have been produced in two or three weeks had there not been like the week delay between every feedback with the editor at the IAC. Mm-hmm. So uh, so now we are live in November and, uh, and we got a couple calls. But they didn't amount to anything. And uh, and now like now we're getting to a point where Adrian wants to join these uh, has joined a Facebook like su- it's not a support yeah. group but it's like a group of people who are also going through it who share information in a relative sense. Right after Laura gave birth to our daughter, she joined a Facebook group of mothers who had given birth that same month, July of 2012, and she is still in contact with a good deal of them to this to this day. I mean, it's it's a really good support structure if you find the right group. So that's awesome that she's seeking that out. Now, here's the weird dichotomy of being a part of a group like this. Okay. Is that it is it is labeled as a group of people there to support you, mm-hmm. but at the same time we've come to realize that you know, as much as you hear about adoption being like, oh, adopt a child. There's so many kids out there in the world who need a home and these great parents. It's actually scarce. Uh, to uh, to adopt a newborn baby, mm-hmm. like what we're trying to do. And so all of these people on this group are there to support and going through the same thing, but like also in the real world, they're your competition. competition. Yeah. So, so they're local then? Uh, local and national. We're, we're part of a oh, national agency. Okay. So, okay, yeah. So, so gotcha, yeah. we're all basically competing for the next the same baby. pool of children. So as much marketing and effort that we put into like saying that we are these great fun parents who are responsible and loving and can offer this life, they're all doing the same thing and mm-hmm. we're all asking each other, where are you at? What are you doing? And it's like this weird, I don't know how you, you navigate that exactly and everybody's very kind and supportive but mm. you know in the back of their minds everybody's going like i want to be the one with the next dim birth mother yeah They're i want to be the one who matches about you at their computer yeah it's yeah. like oh yeah we'll we'll take a handful of your letters and pass them out in our city or whatever but uh in the meantime they're going like but their pictures are terrible 
Nobody wants to be with that elephant man. <laughs> uh, but uh, it, it's just. Scare a baby. But I'm realizing more and more as we go through this, and and we started it, and we were kind of the two of us doing this thing, and going through this thing alone, and thinking that not many people we know were going through it. So mm-hmm. we're like, wow, we're kind of this rare beast going through this process and then the more we get into it we're finding out that they're nope and it, it, we are actually part of a huge number of people all kind of competing for the scarce resource of mm-hmm. becoming adoptive parents mm-hmm. and uh it's now i i'm kind of nervous about how long this is actually going to take yeah uh before i was like man we're gonna be great I, i've got a great network of people i've got a great great set of resources uh, we, I don't know anybody else who's doing this and God, this is probably going to fly once we get live. And that's why I was so frustrated with the birth mother letter is because it was delaying and delaying and delaying. And I'm like, as soon as we get that thing live and we're out on that website, man, I, I bet this is going to, it's going to take no time at all for us to just match with somebody yeah. and, and, and get this thing started. But really now I'm, I'm looking at this and looking at this Facebook support group, hearing the stories, seeing the number of people who are like in the process, either ahead of us or behind us or right where we're at. And I'm nervous. I, mm-hmm. I just, I just, it may never happen. It could potentially never like happen. Somebody who joins eHarmony mm-hmm. and gets no matches. Mm-hmm. Yeah, and that's what it was. We went live in November, and they sent out zero of our letters uh, in uh, in that month. We haven't gotten December statistics, and uh, they didn't really match too many people, mm-hmm. which is uh, you know, other couples out there, and then the processing birth mothers. So we don't know how long this is going to take. Now, my frustration for you is threefold. Number one, just the the abject uh, uh, anticipation you must have and, and the angst you must have of wanting to be a parent and not being able to and that time continuing to press on with that. Secondly, it's the just, and it's a national network and I'm, it does a lot of good, I would imagine, but from your experience and from experience of friends who've gone through not this specific agency, but this process, how slow it seems to move and how disconnected it seems to be, that is a is a frustration. And then lastly, the amount of money yeah. that goes into mm-hmm. this process. When you're talking about that type of money, the type of results I think that would be connected back to it would be far more positive, quicker turnaround, more satisfaction. And it just, it boggles my mind that, the, the amount of money involved in a process like this doesn't yield the results that it should. Yeah. If that's a fair way of putting no, it. No, it's absolutely fair. And that that's the thing that was the first obstacle to, to entry for this, for us. Was, yeah. Was like, absolutely. We, we're at a place where we feel like we could start a family. We can provide a great home for a child. We want to be invested parents. We know that there are children out there potentially who wouldn't have that life otherwise. And we are we are all in favor of that. And uh, we're in favor of bringing a child into our life with a diverse background or multicultural background, whatever it is. It, it, we're just opening up our home, it, not only the child, but we're doing an open adoption to the mother. But the first thing you have to do is shell out nine grand yeah. or depending on who you go with, an, a lawyer or an agency or whatever, it could be 15 grand yeah. or 20 grand. And you have to have all that money in place before they they say they will start really doing the doing the work for you but what what we found out is that we're not exactly sure what all of that upfront money bought us yeah and, I mean I, I you, you think you're getting into a service with the agency and it yeah. seems like the more and more we get into it the more and more they say well you really have to do more of your own networking and marketing and and that sort of thing in order to really make expedite the process mm-hmm. there are people on the thing who said they've been waiting for four years now yeah. it's like seriously in four years they've probably paid all of their fees mm-hmm. 
and they're on a list now, the emergency list, no doubt, and they still haven't been matched or or been offered a child or or been given the opportunity that they paid for four years ago. And I don't want to be in that situation. But by that time, it may just be something that we may decide to do something different. Mm -hmm. I don't know. I don't twenty thousand dollars to sit and wait for four years. Yeah. Is yeah. It, is it like a first come first serve thing, or is no. it all? No, it, 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 it's not random, but it kind of is. Yeah, you get started. If you get started with your workshops, then you uh, have to get your home study done, which takes a lot of data that you have to co- collect from right. the state, from wherever, from government agencies. And then that all has to be official documentation, background checks. Once you get your home study approved, then you are technically legally allowed to bring a child into the home. But with an agency, you also have to go through whatever process they have you go through, which is the birth mother letter, which took us forever to finish in our minds. The agency will tell you that we did it relatively quickly. But when we're like people who we were like a 24-hour cycle, like I especially work in an industry where every every single day is disposable. So yeah. so it's, it's like I've got to get stuff done for mm-hmm. the next day, and then it's irrelevant. And so for me to go, like, you're going to have to wait seven days to get two pieces of feedback and then another seven days to get that approved, to me, like, two weeks is a, is a monstrous waste of time. And, uh, and so we, we, feel, we feel delayed, and we're already delayed in that we tried to have kids biologically and decided to take this route. So it just feels like now I'm getting to a point where I feel my biological clock ticking, where <laughs> it's like I, I don't know how long I'm willing to... I wait for a service that I thought was supposed to kind of uh, help us out in, in creating this opportunity. And, it, you know, pe- it works for people, and they give you an average. They give you the statistics, but the more I see people involved with this, the more mm-hmm. I just I just don't know how well it works or if it's supposed to work this way. And everybody's like, well, it's worth it in the end, and you should persevere. And, and I'm all, all in favor of adopting that attitude, but... Uh, it just seems it just seems bizarre. Mm-hmm. Uh, Averages I, are calculated upon, you know, they're placed in the middle of two extremes, and to get there, you have to have statistics on one extreme and the other, and it's just unfair that that other extreme has to be people in your position or people like, like you described. It's it's kind of, it, frankly, it's pretty infuriating. Yeah, I, I don't know. <clears throat> I don't know exactly what I, I should. I want to be positive about it. We kind of have a renewed uh, outlook and, and effort in it now that we kind of are learning more mm. and are deeper into the process. And we're going to try some try some more things. But I really wish there is a disconnectedness like you talked about. And I, I wish that there was more of kind of this just ongoing feedback from the agency or somebody. And we can always reach out for that. But I wish that we didn't. I wish that there was some sort of a regular like check-in at least with, and they don't really start doing that until you get matched with a birth mother right. or an expected mother, and then they start kind of offering you more support that way. But in the meantime, you've shelled out, you know, twelve grand, thousands of dollars, thousands of dollars, so they could wait to give a shit about you, right? Yeah. <laughs> I don't, so I don't know, I don't know. So that's the update, Lindsay. I know, I, I know, Still you're probably sitting ex- on that baby, hoping for something Waiting. more exciting. But uh, we get we get letters every now and the emails or whatever with like like kind of false leads. We had a scammer uh, email us uh, 
over the break. Did I tell that story Mm-mm. about the the scammer? It was just some lady in Ohio who emailed us, and we thought it was fishy right away. We we didn't think that uh, it made a lot. Like she gave us a lot of information about the pregnancy right up front, as if we had already <laughs> asked all the questions, right. which is not a normal interaction with anybody who's you know looking into adoption or or it, communicating to strangers. Right. So we we kind of you know with a kind of cautious optimism wrote emails back and uh and then eventually she didn't say anything wrong everything seemed okay she seemed normal and so we got to a point where we asked if we could send her to our agency and to talk to them because that's the next step and we got a phone call like five minutes after we sent that email i was like this is a known scammer she's mentally ill uh she has done this in the past she even got to a point where she was sending a fake uh, ultrasound. Oh my gosh! Uh, she had told somebody in October that she had twins and found an ultrasound on the internet and altered it and was sending it in because they have to have proof That's of pregnancy terrifying. before they can move forward. So, I mean, but there, she's not breaking a law. It's just for her own. I don't know if it's for to satisfy whatever sickness she has or for entertainment, but uh, or to feel special. Yes, <laughs> it was. So there's all kinds of there's all kinds of these just terrible things in the middle of of doing all of this that. Uh, it just it, you just never realize when mm. you thought that oh this is going to be as easy as paying your money and then going to the house of babies and picking out your baby you know like you see in the old babies. old movies where you like drive up to the orphanage and you're like I'll have the small redheaded one <laughs> and then it goes home with you and murders you in your sleep or whatever mm. the end of Chucky is so <laughs> uh, but uh, we're really looking forward to being parents uh, I think Adrian's a little antsy she sees. You know, this is the time of life when people are having, like, their second kid in our group of friends. Mm-hmm. Or, or, you know, a lot of people had their, their first kid a year, a couple of years ago, and now they're getting the second one. And now she's feeling way behind. I'm kind of, you know, I wish that we could have gone through it more the natural way. Because, you know, I, the, the first thing I thought to myself when I was like, I want to become a father, but I don't want to have any of the pleasure of basic human experience and doing it. <laughs> I want to. I want to have all the responsibility of being a father and raising a child, but without any of the sex to get to that point. Right. Because gross. So, yeah. Ew. Ew. Gross. Yeah. yeah. The last thing I like is uh, intense pleasure and intimacy. <laughs> yeah. uh, but uh, you know, it's just it's just one of those things. I never thought I'd be in this position either. You mm-hmm. never you never think that you would actually be sitting here looking at it like like feeling the clock tick and saying like well I don't know if this is ever going to happen so maybe I I don't know at what point I we decide to move on I feel that way every time I get on Facebook and see another friend's uh, engagement oh, pictures yeah. on there Well yeah you're still you're still still single lady eternally single Well let's that actually is a great transition into uh, our Tinder update yes. last week we talked about a, a new app <laughs> that uh, Rick huh? Rick Rajelovic What's happening huh? Has uh, joined. It's called Tinder, and okay. it's, it's kind of a Rick, con- Rick is very open with his um, what what should we call it? Adventures. His exploits. In, yeah, adventures in dating. His exploits. Shall uh, we? I don't know how much uh, of those he's getting. No. Oh. <laughs> just, but they he, might. He might be. He's very open with his his adventures. His approaches, in, in, uh, I guess. Dating services. Well, Rick, should oh, we okay. call them? Rick had been kicked out of Ashley Madison <laughs> for not being married. For not being mar- married. <laughs> this is the, the cheating the cheating website. And, uh, Wait and then, a second. They, they filter that? Yeah, I think so. What does that matter? <laughs> well, I, I mean, know, I, right? it's about the... two, because both couple, both people have the same amount to lose, so I think that's kind of what is the checks and balances but, in okay. the Ashley Madison logic. Okay, okay. well, uh, if you're going to bring ethics into it, <laughs> 
But those like, are what's important right? on dating sites. Yeah, th there is protocol and it will be followed here at Ashley Madison. Isn't there like some sort of like sub market or sub genre that would? I was like, okay, well here's here's married seeking married, and here's married seeking single, and here's married seeking. Farm animals. Farm animals. That's what I was thinking. <laughs> I mean, I can't believe that they would. That seems so arbitrary. Is that is that a service that you pay for, or is that they're classy? So I don't know that you do. You, I, I, I've cause, never cause, I've never looked into it. Because here's the thing about that kind of stuff. I'm getting more and more mystified about how people are just turning away revenue. So we had the big snow a couple weeks ago, and I went to a place that sells things on wholesale. Wholesale. It's not Costco. Um, so you were free to uh, uh -huh. figure out what it is. <laughs> But we we waited. I mean, the line stretched the length of the store. We waited in line to pay for food and items. You know your your typical snow kit. Yeah. Um, we waited in line for forty five minutes to get to the register. Have them swipe our card and say, "Oh, the primary," because we get the we get the membership from a relative. Uh -huh. Like, oh, the primary person hasn't paid um, the membership oh, fee for the year. Toast for you. Exactly. And and that was like. You're you're gonna turn down revenue? It's like yeah, you can't buy this stuff. It's like well, have fun putting it back. Yeah, <laughs> as you roll off your barrel of peanut butter. <laughs> yeah, it's like you're gonna turn down. You know, as I, you slam the gallons yeah. of milk on the floor you, and break you, all the eggs. You take this barrel of pickles and do whatever you were gonna do with it. God, that that's that's crazy. They, that's, yeah, I just yeah, just like and you couldn't get a membership. You couldn't like buy like or at least pay like a prorated thing. I'm on sure their that behalf. I could have, but I would have had to have gone to customer service, which oh. had its own line. Yeah, it's not like something I, I that, that could have been taken care of on site, but it was just. I mean, I've been to places like CVS where it's like, do you have your rewards card? Like, I don't even have one of those. And so they'll just like grab, they one, grab one and one, swipe yes. it. And it's like, yeah, it's like, okay, whatever you're, I'm missing out on or you're missing out on from a membership fee point, you just quintupled that loss by not letting me purchase goods and here. Yes. I even know that they will do that if you say that you don't have one. I have one. And sometimes I just don't feel like going through the 9 million cards right? I have in my wallet. So I tell them I don't have one because I know that they're just going to grab the one that's right there. Right. And if you would like to, for us to correct all of this slander of your place of business, <laughs> you're welcome to sponsor this program. Thank you, CBS. We'll we'll speak we'll speak brilliantly about your your club membership policy <laughs> in the future. Now I, it's the same thing. I I uh, went to AT and T, and I'm on a family plan with Adrian's family. Uh huh. Uh, it's just a more economic way to have iPhones. Yeah. In the data packages and whatnot, and. Uh, and she had given me, uh, Adrian's mom had given me all of her information so I could get into the account. Mm -hmm. And they still wouldn't let me get into the account to look at an insurance policy for Adrian's phone to fix mm -hmm. her phone. And uh, they were like, we can't do this, sir. We can't get into your account. Or the FCC, the Federal Communications Commission, will pull our license and then we won't be able to do business. And I'm like, are you fucking telling me right now that the Federal Communications Commission is going to pull AT&T's license for you here in Avon, Indiana, uh, looking into an insurance account on one of the six members who are on, like, seriously? Because there's no way that that scenario is not popping up in millions of permutations every single day yeah. in, in scenarios overseen by the FCC. There's yeah. no way. You're the only one. Yeah, and the, oh, the, the, the alarm's going to go off at the central, at the central branch, and oh. they're going to be like, the oh, FCCC, no. the CFCC, the, C the Central Federal Communications B branch. <laughs> <laughs>
the CFCCB. Oh man, that's that's bad. You don't want to get involved with the CFCCB. But uh, I just hate this just arbitrary bureaucratic bullshit. Mm. That uh, now back to was it Tinder? Is that what this is? Yeah. Sorry. Thank you for bringing us back. We have a Tinder update now. Disgustingly superficial. Yeah. To bring you up to speed. Last week, uh, Rick was here, and we always talk about him and his. His pursuit pursuit of women via digital means, various dating means. And so I was enlightened about Tinder Mm -hmm. and I, too, being single, I thought, okay, I'm going to get on this Mm -hmm. just for the purpose of the show. Right. I was going to try to strictly research. (laughs) If I could actually find somebody on there to just go out on a date with Mm -hmm. to Come back to the show and either report the most ridiculous, like terrible dating story, or you know, like, oh, this could actually work. Kind of <laughs> yeah, thing. you wanted to sample it and see. It was as superficial and ridiculous as Rick explained that it was, because all it is is basing it off of pictures Ooh. of people. Yeah, is that, not how, is that not how dating websites work to begin with? I, uh, but well, you get some data. Well, about you them. get data and personalities, but I would imagine the reason you click yeah. on their profiles in the first which place, is, uh, which I don't know. I'm, I have mixed feelings about that because people try to make that sound like it's so terrible, mm-hmm. but really, when it comes down to it, isn't initial? Yeah, that's what I'm saying. I'm not physical attraction. Yeah. kind of. Yeah, that's Where the it reason why for yeah, everybody. Yeah. it's a filter through which everything needs to pass right, first. Yeah. Right. right. It's I mean, there's evolutionary those, there's those situations where you know you've been friends with somebody or get sure, to know somebody, and sure. their personality but makes why them you, more attractive. Why were you but... friends with them in the first place? Because they were the best looking people you could be friends with amongst the group that you were around. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> so I joined it, and it was ridiculous. I was. You know, going through you're making your garbage pile. Yes, my garbage pile was massive. The pull list, as we say in the comic book world. I don't know how it is for men. (laughs) I don't know what kind of pictures girls take. Probably the duck face kind. I I have no idea. Yeah, but. The men on there, ninety-seven percent of them were just picture bathroom mirror shirtless, shirtless. selfies, yeah. and it's like that is so. That's like the f- that's the first pictures people that learned how to so take when cell phones took to pictures. Me. I don't know why we haven't evolved to think that like can't we can't we take a nice photograph or ask somebody to take a decent photo of thirty you now? years from right. now? That's what a gallery will be—the first yes. bathroom half-naked yes. selfies. But that's like it's an antiquated method of taking your own picture now. Like you can now turn the camera around mm-hmm. and take a picture, a decent mm-hmm. selfie. You can, do, you know, it has a button on the side where you can take the back camera with a better quality. It's I don't, it, it's a cultural thing. I think it's me getting old because I think I'm just embracing like these kids today. But I am starting to to see the world through that perspective. And there's that that doesn't seem to be going away, and it just seems asinine. And then like for in the, and what we'll talk about later on, I guess with Justin Bieber. Uh, and the entitlement uh, of of that whole experience, but the Shia LaBeouf thing. I don't know if you guys talked about that, like how he plagiarized Daniel Close. Uh, so Shia LaBeouf made this short film. I don't know the name of it. I apologize. Well, but, he's a giant douche. I yes. mean, everything he does, yes. douchebaggery. But here's the thing: like he made this short film, and he made a huge deal about it, et cetera. And he, he like works. Like he took it to film festivals. Took it, I think, maybe Con, maybe. It was it was re- revealed that he had completely plagiarized a graphic novel by uh, an artist named Daniel Close, who did Ghost World, if you've ever heard of that one. Like, word for word, plagiarized this thing. The only thing he really changed was the title, and I think he changed, like, a reference in, in, in the story. But other than that, like, 
basically one for one plagiarized it and had what would appear to be in his, you know, bastardized apology, clearly zero problem with any of that process and was probably taken aback by the fact that he was caught and then raked over the coals uh, but as a result of it. And I think that that's emblematic of that generation of with like uh, working with like high school students. They're growing up in this techno entitled cut and paste mm-hmm. kind of like link to things where it's just like you just take other people's shit and do with it what you want. And like the fact that he had that kind of just like defensive and arrogant attitude towards it. Like there was just like his contrition was just so mis. It, it was just not it was disingenuous yeah like it was just like he didn't see anything wrong with with taking somebody's stuff and i'm really like that's that's like the first big example of it like the first high stakes you know major entertainment kind of forum for cop for for control c control v and then just like like the what yeah what come on it was out there yeah yeah i could take it what do you mean you know they they uh Tell us on uh, Facebook. We have a co- contradictory policies at, at Intercom, at the company that I work for, uh-huh. uh, the radio, at the Smiling Morning Show radio station. Uh, they they made us go through a a workshop, an actual video thing, like an extra employee training about not being allowed to use pictures that we find on the internet yeah. to illustrate. Uh, things that are happening in pop culture. So we can't go to the Smiley Facebook page and post a picture of George Clooney responding to Tina Fey. Like, we would have to have an approved picture that was uh, granted to us as a free-use picture or whatever. Yeah. Or there's a galleries out there that exist. Or So we had to go through this training about what can you use and what, what can you post and what can't you post because there are now people who are coming back around to crush that entitled attitude there at least the savvy ones are suing people yeah. suing, suing their asses off for using copyrighted images and product and that sort of thing and i imagine that uh the close oh yeah, no, yeah. is gonna just nail them to yeah. the wall uh for for that but so so there is kind of like the older generation who is trying to combat that but uh, the contradictory policy is that we th- they also say share everything don't worry about you know, if you find audio, if you find whatever, it doesn't have to be yours to drive people to your site. Mm-hmm. So they're always like, throw up a meme, share pictures from people. Like, so like content, people don't distinguish where the content was created. They just know where they found it. Right. So now, now they're like, this is a way to generate likes, generate views, generate audience. And all you have to have is an audience, so it doesn't matter what you're sharing. It could yeah. be a, a viral video that somebody spent, you know, hours and weeks and months producing. But if you put it on your site, people are going to see it there, give you credit for it. Or at least you will be able to take credit for it because you're the one who is getting the audience there. Yeah, that's yeah. something I remember. I even asked you about. I think before we even started this show, um, if we needed to be concerned with like every story we cover yeah. being, you know, sure to site where we got it from because you have to be so I think that when we use local news audio or we use a or whatever we will always give credit where credit is due mm-hmm. but like for stories that are in a prep service or something like uh, that you find on the internet you don't it's always everywhere. have to do it or yeah it just permeates it's saturated for the day so really you could cite it to any number of mm-hmm. a million sources mm-hmm. I, I thought it was funny the I, it was Conan who did uh, it was some sort of like prep service story about uh, I, I forget what maybe pets or something. And every single they, he he cut together a montage of like of like fifty anchors saying the exact same <laughs> thing. 
to intro it. It was mm-hmm. obviously a pre-written script that was a prep service for news agencies that was just a fluff story mm-hmm. for the day or something and it was hilarious because it was like all these people like <laughs> saying like have you ever wondered how dangerous fireworks are well we're gonna put our thumbs to the test or so it was just right. some kind of like generic intro that like oh my god how does this happen well it's because of this permeation the machine such, yeah the machine that that everybody gets it everybody gets it so that's why I always think it's fun to watch uh, the Daily Show or, or Saturday Night Live, and then like tick off the you know the 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 kicker stories, the strange stories that we all reference because mm-hmm. they're not all that strange anymore. They're all just oh yeah, the, they're all just stories that everybody is getting because we are able to disseminate it so quickly. Yeah. Uh, so anyway, so the three percent of the of the guys in the pile were worth. Were worth checking I, out. Or? I actually, I have to say, I I'm admittedly very um, particular. Mm-hmm. I knew going into it that I would. You you set you set yourself up for very, failure, kind of. Yeah, I mean, yeah. You were going to be ultra picky because you have, have to a admit, taste, though. No, not even a taste. Like I don't have a set. I don't know what it is, but mm-hmm. like I just I'm very particular. But you there's know like, when you see it, there's like but, a vibe. There's a musk. And, uh, yes, yeah. the musk yeah. is a musk. Yeah. Um, well, that's good. That's a good name for the show. <laughs> the, the musk, musk is a musk. musk. Yeah, yes. I like that. Um, I was pleasantly surprised though because there were more swipe lefts or what is it swipe, swipe right swipe right than I, I anticipated i had like 20 mm-hmm. matches or so does it tell you how many you've swiped right and how many you've swiped left no. because oh, you like damn. you lose track so uh-huh. you don't know really but they don't they don't pile that it. data up for you because i love no. to see how many people are in the garbage pile yeah I would love to. So are you I saying would... are you saying it's worth sifting through for for the swipe rights? No, because okay. nobody actually interacts. I don't know if you know how it works. I but don't. I'm so sorry. No, it's fine. So I just learned lame. a week ago. No, this You're is brand lame. new. So I just learned a week you ago. You should learn about it. You it, it it like hooks you up via your Facebook and okay. you can pick like a uh, radius range from where It'll like use your GPS to figure out where you okay. are, and you can pick from like a. I don't want to like go south of Bloomington. Miles. I want to go north of. <laughs> I want to stay north of Martinsville. Yeah, but you can you can pick a, dis- a distance range and an age range, okay. and then it will start just like throwing pictures out there, and you s- just swipe left if you say no, you're the disgusting. Nose. I don't like your bathroom selfie. Or you swipe right, and if each I love of you, your your peckly musk. If mm. each of you swipe right, it will tell you oh. you have a match, and then at that point it you're couldn't... able to uh, message each other. It couldn't be more caveman grunty that than that. Ridiculous? No, if both of you go, <laughs> <laughs> then we'll put you in a room where you can go, yeah, yeah, oh yeah, swipe left after talking to you, swipe left. Wouldn't that be great? Like if we get so ingrained in the swipe left, swipe swipe right culture that when we start physically interacting with each other, we're like, <laughs> yeah, we just move you to the right, move you to the left. I do that when I go out. That's why I'm still single. <laughs> no, but the thing is, and I'm not an old fashioned girl. I don't think that a guy has to approach me first or say anything. However, I was trying to test it and see if once it got to that point where you got matches. What really happens what? after that point? Is it just like a, what are the, what are the is ethics it just like a, an ego thing where it's like, oh, you like me too? Okay, whatever. Carry on about that feels my day. Nice. Yeah. Mm-hmm. 
one person, I think I had like 20 matches. I did this for a few days, maybe three or four. That's a lot of swiping left and swiping right. I know. One guy, actually, I, I was, was sitting back was and waiting to okay. see if somebody would, would message me first. Mm. One guy did. One desperate and man. And the rest of them just and 19 kind of, of them like are still going sit there I'll like, bet she's going to call first yeah. right right so I'll let her come get this musk mm. no i that's it what it was an experiment i was trying to see if i could come back here this week a week later with my own tinder story but that's all that's i have that's a good story that's, that's actually that's really still yeah. a legitimate story but i deactivated my account cuz i was like <laughs> screw this this is stupid well <laughs> we were talking about the creepiness how how easy it is for females to uh to be uh pursued and uh, and most likely, I bet there are not dudes who have even 20 matches after being on the app for four months. You know what I'm saying? Yeah. And I'm sure that there's guys out there who are still like, oh, I want is one. That <laughs> guy one. who messaged you might have been you might have been the first time he matched. Yeah. But uh, here's the story that the co- the caveat to that is that we you told us last week that you weren't on the app and we were both talking to Rick as if we have no idea what this is. So over the weekend, I think it was on Sunday or or Monday or something, Rick texted me a picture of your profile that came up on his phone while he was going through the app. So Ooh. he just randomly came across. So he thought, oh, no. did he think I was lying last oh, no. week? So yes, so it. his insinuation to me was, look, it was just, it was, he just texted me the picture and I was like, oh, she is on the app and she spent a good deal of time like pretending like she didn't know what it was. She, didn't, she didn't have any idea. But you know what that means? If this is her first time learning that, he swiped left. He did swipe left. Sorry. I asked him that. <laughs> I just said, I said, is a guy said garbage pile. And he said, uh, yeah, but I think it was more of like. Because my uh, ass isn't little enough. Uh, yeah, that's he specifically yeah, said that's... that your ass wasn't little enough. I think it was just one of those like. Kind of, like kind of yeah caught off guard because yeah. he didn't think like, you were I on ran, the app i ran across facebook friends on there and i immediately was like oh, no, no 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 because you don't want to get in that situation no. where you they think you accidentally match them and right. then then you have to have the conversation that oh well i didn't know what the choice was i was like <laughs> i don't want to offend you as a friend but you'll never know if i swipe left you i mean you would never know if you rejected somebody on that particular app so yeah that's, that's why funny though that's why I wanted I wanted to do the experiment to see uh, to actually see you could decide how often you were rejected by uh, swiping everybody to the right to see how often that oh, you you that's, met. Oh, yeah. that, that's a really good point yeah that's a really good good idea so if you accepted everybody you could see actually how many times oh you were God. you were accepted or I rejected can't so will you do that experiment you know for what? next week yes will you re- reestablish I the account you all of the terrible men that have nothing but bathroom mirror selfies on there send the most di- just ridiculous messages i want to know how many times you match with the photo no, the that you only, have on your cover which reason... says everything is better with dog hair in it i would swipe that girl <laughs> left in a heartbeat not that i don't like dogs but it just looks like you're eating dog hair so, I mean, that's Maybe kind I of am. like the picture that we found on that Facebook page of the uh, mentally ill lady who was scamming us <laughs> on the you. adoption. <laughs> she was, like, putting lipstick on her dog or something. It no, was just... I, de- I deactivated it, one, because I thought it was stupid after a while. And then also I had read an article that said that people had found a way. I mean, there's Internet people that are able to hack into things you mean like or in the find Matrix? out information and stuff. People were being able to find out, like, 
people's exact locations and like hack into their Facebook and stuff. I can triangulate where you are. I was like, get me out of here. Through Tinder. I'm looking at you now. So, yeah. That's that's my Tinder story. I'm about to swap your back door, right? That Rick thought that I was lying. Yeah, no, he did. He thought that you were totally scamming us and that you were on this app the whole time. That's funny. And uh, and he sent me he sent me the pic of your profile and I <laughs> that was I all I asked him was was garbage pile question mark and he said yep swipe left sorry sorry Lindsay sorry to <laughs> hurt your ego but you le- here's the thing you legitimately matched twenty times with guys that you actually decided you to swipe right according to your profile yeah. right you had 20 guys available so so some co- people like so you the don't fact need to that do... i may or may not be eating dog hair in my picture so, you know, apparently they do but... <laughs> but only one of them enough to be like hey are you eating dog hair <laughs> that's right do you like dog hair is that, do you is like that... dog organs is that a thing <laughs> is that the, is that, is that the uh, appetizer to eating more parts of dogs because i'm into that Anyway, so when we come back on the Will Show, episode 36, currently called Must for the Musk. The Musk, musk is, is a must. must. The Musk is a must. It's going to be tough to top that Yeah, one. I know. Uh, we're going to talk about we're going to talk about Justin Bieber because that seems to be the biggest story in the Yay! world right now. Life is fulfilling. <laughs> but not only that, Jeff, we're going to talk to Justin Bieber's dad. Oh, Dad Bieber. Yeah. <laughs> gotcha. It's the Will Show. Where the bus? The bus. That's the, the name to beat. It's the name to beat. Uh, joining me in studio is uh, Jeff Clausen. Hi, everyone. Three dollar bill comedy, comedy yeah. sports. First half of the show, first uh, segment of the show was real, real. Man, real, it got real. real. Well, sometimes it happens. Babies and sad single life. <sighs> so That's many, right. so many sad new. Newcomers to the to the podcast. Like, where, was, where was all the poopy talk? I thought this was a hilarious <laughs> tangent. It was it was uh, really introspective and emotional. There was uh, not bloodletting there. Penis <laughs> no, they haven't said dick one time. Yeah, it took them forever to start talking about I think, Lindsay's I ass. I think in the thirty-six episodes that was a record that we went that long without mentioning. Penis. No, just yeah, it was. Get them all out now. That's right. Penis, 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 penis. Well, we're going to rectify that penis. right now. Ah! We're going to rectify it. Thank Recti- you. Thank you for that crazy old man laugh. Yeah, welcome. Like a dirty old man. <laughs> ah, yeah, I know what you're talking about. <laughs> you try to be and you end this on my watch. <laughs> <laughs> so Justin Bieber, the biggest news in the world. The biggest star in the world. He got arrested. <laughs> How dichotomous is his mugshot? Because you've got oh my you've got profile like all serious, and then all of a sudden it's like, like it's like, oh, I'm a picture. He's getting yep. taken. Well, he thought he was just uh, turning around to the audience on stage. That's <laughs> exactly. How, it's the exact same move he it does. Was so bizarre. Hey, girl. Yeah. Hey, yeah. Girl. What's up, boy? Mm. So uh, he was arrested. He was. Is this his first arrest? I think so. The actual, the first time that he's actually been handcuffed and taken to jail. Yeah. Well, because he's, he's been perpetually just in trouble. And but in the he's news he's and... been only what eighteen plus for a year or so. Mm. Yeah. Yeah. Mm-hmm. So the the probability of the the scenarios in which he could be arrested in such a formal fashion have been a smaller window than since he's right. Yeah, okay. Right. So now he's uh, he's nineteen years old and he was in Miami. He was partying. He smoked big boy rules. Yes, yeah. he was smoking some weed. He was, was he drinking now? some scissor. Was he? Which of course we found out was uh, Fanta, pineapple Fanta, and codeine. <laughs> yeah, it was uh, delicious. Which is like it's like two things you feed a five year old, but for different reasons. <laughs> 
<laughs> it's just like if you're just tired, like, well, you could have a cold, but I don't care. That's right. <laughs> I don't care. Uh, and then uh, I think he was also Sizzler. what what else was he codeine and uh, and then he was smoking weed and then there was something else. He's drag racing. He, and then yeah, and that, that, then he went out and he drove his Lamborghini and the, his posse blocked off a street, a neighborhood street, and he was drag drag racing fifty five miles per hour in a forty, which whatever I don't know. How. That is the latest. <laughs> yes. Speed. He was in a Lamborghini. Hey, what was that? Eleven over? Yeah, fifteen. So he's going fifteen to twenty hey, miles an hey, hour. Hey man, over. we got you fifteen to twenty over in this very fast in the foreign furious. car. If he wasn't an ass to the cop, he would have probably just gotten a ticket. Probably. Yeah. Paul <laughs> so, Walker's in heaven, laughing his ass off. I burned to death in a car. <laughs> that's right. Yeah. You couldn't go more than twenty miles over. But that's hardcore to JB, and uh, so the cops got him out. He was. I don't know. He, they got him for DUI, so he's 19. He's not even legally allowed to drink. But, of course, right. we know the laws don't apply to Justin he Bieber. He plays by his own set of rules. He sure does. And by God, does he get results. <laughs> and so he, he was arrested and uh, taken to jail. Res- and, after resisting, apparently. Uh, non violent resistant. Oh. What does that mean? Like sitting on the curb mean? and refusing to move? What's a uh-uh, nonviolent violent uh-uh, resistant? Uh-uh, <laughs> Is that uh-uh. it? <laughs> he's bartering like a toddler. Uh-uh. <laughs> or a dolphin. I think that the, <laughs> according to the transcript, he just kept saying, "What the f are you doing? What yeah, the f are I you doing?" As, as the cop manhandled him. Do you know him. who I am? Yeah. Oh, did he drop that on them? Uh, I think. Oh, that's the best. Yeah. Well, he, he's I done guess, it before. I guess about two months ago, he tweeted something about how he was pulled over. Mm-hmm. He's such an arrogant little shit. Well, yeah. He tweeted that he was pulled over and he told the cops to Google him and said the laws don't apply to me. Oh. Oh, oh man! Oh, this. well, he's gonna. We all know that he is spiraling hard. He, I'm, he, I, he's I, going I to hit. You, I am having all the Schadenfreudic feels right now. Mm-hmm. This is this is really mm-hmm. good. I'm. You're feeding my spirit animal. No, and I think you know what the reason why this story is so popular this week is because everybody feels that way. There's kind not of, yeah. there's not one person sympathetic to Justin Bieber. For, for getting into this predicament. I want to throat punch him as much as everybody else does, but a part of me, I don't know. Can we completely blame him? Oh, no, no, no. He's a product of his own tragedy. Right. This was, a, this was someone who was given so much fame and so much uh, j- just absolute... Carte Exposure, blanche, yeah. yeah, yeah. So, so much uh, autonomy and freedom, and and no rules. And then because he was a minor, on top of that, I mean, there probably was a little bit of an element of like the rules kind of don't apply because they can't apply yet. And then that's conditioning. And then now he's just still going about his day with that same attitude, mm-hmm. but he's not. He has no idea what consequences are because he's never had to deal with them. Yeah, and now, and then I think this is good. And in fact, I think it's great that it's happening now at this point in time. Because a 19 year old, you, you're still a dumb dummy mm-hmm. at 19. Oh, yeah. I mean, even as smart as you think you might be at that age, you're still impressionable, and you have the most, the most influential. And I would say the years of my life where I changed the most and grew the most mm-hmm. as a human being were probably between 19 and 24. Oh yeah, definitely. Uh, absolutely. I mean, there, there is, no, there was no more significant 
significant change in my thinking, my perception on life, my ability to handle myself than in those in those mm. years during college. So at least maybe right now he's getting his ass kicked. Uh, hopefully he gets his ass kicked mm. and they don't they don't let him squirm out of it and uh, the dude won't you know end up dead at the bottom of some kind of like junky RV or something like that. The, the thing about it is like the scary thing for me is that it's just another notch in the belt of this is what happens to these young tweener type of stars, celebrities, etc. That just it's it, well, it, right it's now they're just whole... they're, they're all just following the, the paint by numbers. Uh, uh, coloring book. It's yeah. like yeah, it's that whole uh, group yeah. of I I don't know that all kind of like hit that peak of fame at the same time, but at a very young age, like Demi Lovato ended up in rehab for all kinds of crazy shit. You know, Lindsay Lohan, mm-hmm. Justin Bieber. It's like that whole group, and I don't know. And what they're it no is different about... than any sort of generational litter of of people that that's happened to you like know? i was trying to think back to when i was in like junior high and mm-hmm. high school and about who was kind of like at that same level as these guys are and i i couldn't really think of mm-hmm. people hitting such like crazy you know downward spirals and rock bottom but at the but... same time there was nobody at that time who was as singularly Big as right. Justin Bieber right. has been allowed to become for that's whatever that. reason. That's well put. Yeah. Uh, so I, I think that he the, the the bigger they are, the harder they fall. Sort yeah. of scenario here. And uh, and to be fair, his bail was set at you checked it twenty five hundred dollars. Yeah. You think that twenty five hundred dollars? <laughs> he had that in his pocket. Exactly. He, he just you know took off his hat and gave it his payment <laughs> or whatever it is. You know, it's just stupid. Or like broke off the rearview mirror of yeah. his. Lo- <laughs> Lamborghini gold chain off around his neck here that's what that cost Mm. take it but uh, if you saw some of the pictures earlier in the week uh, of Justin Bieber hanging out in Miami and he was Instagramming all week his was he exploits now? and he was you know he's got his posse he hangs out with guys Does he now? the rapper uh, Crazy Khalil mm-hmm. Khalil I don't know he's a semi-famous rapper That's used where he to gets be. his sizzle and then uh, also another guy named Lil Scrappy oh I've heard of Lil Scrappy and, well, Lil well S- he was the one who was uh, arrested for the eggs business wasn't he no that's that's another one of his fr- rapper buddies named Lil Zah oh, who I took got the it, fall. I got the wrong Lil yeah, yeah. oh shit I'm sorry how how big must his ego be that he only hangs out with I people I was just going to say do, who are he, named Lil does he have any friends who are like <laughs> Not 19 named Lil. year old that's right what, what's your name White Travis boys? your name's Lil, Lil Travis, Travis. <laughs> or you or you're gone uh, I could only you could only be in my posse if you admit to being Lil really though is this like his group of friends Friends, are they all? I'm sure I, you surround yourself. Well, I mean, he's no Lindsey Sprunk, but you look at the group of people you can hang out with and you find the most attractive among them and yes. you name them Lil Travis. And then you demean them. <laughs> and, and, uh, I'm renaming them. all of my friends. <laughs> you and you minimize, their, somebody. You minimize their humanity and yes. you make them follow you around Lil and Jeff. do things like block off streets so you can drag race at 55 <laughs> miles an hour to Miami. <laughs> I can't get over it. I'm sorry. And you know that. You know that. If whoever he's 55 in a 30 is considered drag racing. I am way cooler than I ever thought I was. Yeah, you are. We're Me too. All badass daredevils. I've got speeding who... tickets for ele- oh, yeah. quote drag racing on 465 yes. about five or six times yes. in my life. Then what was the guy racing him doing? Was he paid somebody, to lose? Somebody was actually... he a drag racing jobber? This is about what I was gonna say that uh, 
he was drag racing Khalil or whatever this oh, rapper is. So, it was, okay. so he's in his posse. So you know he's Justin Bieber's flooring <laughs> it going 55, and Khalil's like, oh crap, oh, man. The oh. funny thing is though, there was uh, a female fan who was filming on, on her Instagram. I guess they found him drag racing. She took a video of his car driving. It just looks like a normal car <laughs> driving what I'm through. You know, regular traffic. Right. Yeah. There, there, there the, are there are two lane highways in it was in just, this re- immediate area that I can drive fifty five miles on. <laughs> right. Yes. It it would be like if I went out here on whatever this is. Is this Meridian? On Meridian. Yeah. 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 And took a video of a car that was like, <laughs> just driving oh, by. There it goes. That's oh no! What, that's oh no! Like. Justin, Justin, don't get me too dangerous. But I just like the idea of the guy who's he's supposed to be racing. He's just like, oh god! He's <laughs> just like he just has to set his cruise control at forty. Keep, yeah. I gotta keep the parking brake on. <laughs> that's the thing. They 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 didn't say they gave Khalil a speeding ticket. They said they gave Justin Bieber <laughs> one. He <laughs> might he still got arrested for DUI for a DUI, but he didn't get a speeding ticket. That, I think the world. <laughs> That to me is All what I'm. All the cops in... have been, uh, in the world have been sent out mm-hmm. like a warning or, or goal or whatever. It's like whatever you can what, get this kid on, get on, just do it. I think that's what I'm enjoying the most about it. I mean, obviously there's the shouting for it to take out of it, like, oh look at this kid, he got what was coming to him, he got knocked down a peg or two, DUI, all that stuff. But the fact that he was driving 55 miles an hour and just like perpetuates my perception of how lame he is. Mm-hmm. Really feels good. Yeah, girl, we're going fast. But I, I did, I did see some of the photos from uh, his trip to Miami. He was hanging out with a uh, little scrappy, Khalil, and uh, and and his dad. Uh, his dad was actually little dad, you know, <laughs> little dad, little d, little daddy, little dad. Uh, but there's a picture of them, you know, enjoying themselves in various Miami places, and and they spent a day uh, segueing together. Yeah, and they did. You see a picture going faster than his Lamborghini <laughs> was when he was pulled over. <laughs> And uh, in fact, he he spent some time on the beach with his dad, so it was kind of like a father son trip. It's not like Justin Bieber's still too cool for his father, uh, which is really interesting. We actually have Justin Bieber's dad here, no way, uh, Jeremy Bieber, who is uh, Justin's dad. So uh, thanks for being here uh, amidst all of this chaos. Well, thanks for having me, guys. Yeah, I really appreciate it. you know. No media markets out there whatsoever are interested in hearing my side of the story and setting things right. Yeah, so and that's what we want. We want the truth. I appreciate your wanting of the truth. Well, this is going to be great because you were there in Miami with I Justin. I was. Yes, we were segueing. We walked on the beach. It was a good old time. Uh, what did you guys do? Any other like bonding? And we went to Hooters. Oh we had, wow! Yeah, yeah. I got the boneless wings. He got bone in because he's really serious. Yeah, he's now. Did you did you raise him to be kind of an independent spirit? I, I did. You know, I think that being independent and kind of being able to to be your own person and and let your freak flag flag fly sometimes. I I really value that, and I'm just glad that I'm able to. To, to see him grow up and spread those wings. So uh, I guess that uh, you were hanging out with him earlier earlier in the evening. Oh, yeah. Uh, the, this night, that, yes. uh, last night that this all went down. So what were you guys doing? Oh, you know, we were just, you know, just kind of kicking back, you know, watching a little sports center. 
drinking ourselves a little Robitussin, you know, kind of pre-gaming <laughs> it, if you will. You were drinking Robitussin with your son? Well, we, well I mean, yeah, it's the cold and flu season. Miami's Miami, but still. <laughs> so you were drinking now. it as a as a medicine. As a precautionary medicine. Absolutely. <laughs> we're going to go out there in the elements. <laughs> okay, so you're just taking care of him like a father. Well, you seem like a nice guy. Well, thank you. I try. So uh, where'd you, what'd you send him out to do? What, what did oh, he tell you? he said he was going to go out and have a good old time with his friends, all the Lils, Scrappy and, and all that. And I just, you know, made sure that I uh, made sure that he had uh, enough money in his wallet. Sent him out there with uh, with a couple bucks. Mm-hmm. And, uh, you know, I made sure that he had his had a matching hat. Got to make sure that his outfits uh, are coordinated. <laughs> That's what every fatherly's job is. Yeah. Did you say that he had to be home at a certain oh, time yeah. back at the hotel? Got to be back at the hotel at 1045. Sounds oh, like not a second spring over. break to me. Gave him keys to the Beaverghini, and I said, if that... <laughs> If that car comes back and I found out it's been one mile over 55, Sonny Boy, <laughs> we're going to have words. Uh, so so what happened at 1045 when he didn't come back? I was worried sick. I was pacing the room. I was sipping Robitussin like the antidote was in there. <laughs> did, did Is this the first time this has happened? You know, now that I think about it, it's had kind of a, there's been kind of a pattern developing. Well, but I was going to say that, that you, it's no secret that he's seen his fair share of trouble. Ah, every teenager gets in their little scrapes here and there. He's no different than anybody else. Yeah, well, you you attribute some of the things he does to uh, a coming of age, oh, a rite of, of course. passage. It's just adolescence at its most obvious. So you haven't <laughs> tried to kind of intervene as a father and uh, try to make uh, sure that he's staying out of trouble. I intervene all the time. I go in there and I grab his hat collection. I say, if you fold these bills one more time, you're just gonna get it, Mister. And I've uh, let's see. Uh, well, I took him to Germany once. Uh, yeah. <laughs> gave him some culture. We heard Went to yeah, the yeah. Frank Museum. It seems like he kind of defiled that place a little bit. I don't remember him defiling it. I remember him putting smiles on everybody's faces. <laughs> okay. Well, you're very, I, I think you have a, a biased viewpoint for your son. Well, I mean, he's my son, dang it. Well, I, I know, I know. So, Is there any level of concern you see? You seem still, even after his arrest, a little upbeat. For... Oh, I'm very upbeat. I mean, he's he's... Well, how do I say this? He's my little income machine, see? So, <laughs> I, yeah, he's I guess the one. I didn't look at it that I way. guess you probably didn't buy the Beaverghini, did you? Mm, well, uh, I named it. So, yeah. <laughs> so, it, so that's something. That's, and I got a christen it. Yeah. A little bottle of champagne that I smacked on the side of it. Now, they said, now, I, I read somewhere that uh, when you saw the, the tweets coming out about what had happened, mm. the, the first reports, that when, the it said, when it said DUI Miami, you thought that, that the DUI was actually some kind of hip Twitter slay. I did, Like yeah. an abbreviation. Yeah, or like one of those hashem tagum things that you guys are always talking about. Yeah. yeah, you thought it was like doing it up in Miami. Yeah, yeah, it makes sense. You know, I mean, I didn't realize why they inverted the I and the U, but I was like, oh, yeah, doing up in Miami. Yeah, well, that, that's what, I, I'm sorry, I, I, I messed it. Up, but doing it up, doing up. That's like hip, hip words. But yeah, uh, it's been my experience. Yeah, my time hanging with the Lils, they like to kind of flop things in in abbreviations. Yeah, but uh, but then you came to realize the actual horror. Yeah, because in my era, growing up, they called that DWI. If they'd have said that, oh, I'd have yes. known what was going on right then and there. And then, uh, so so what what happened? What did you do? Well, I needed a ride to the police station, <laughs> so there was that. <laughs> Because the Bieberghini was 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 he impounded, impounded, and the segways were out of juice, <laughs> so that was awkward. Uh, but I, I I went there and I I scrapped together the last twenty five hundred dollars I could find in my right pocket, and I 
I got him out of there, and I I took him back to the hotel suite, and we um we got some stone crab, mm-hmm. and uh, we sat down, and we we talked to each other like men do. And uh, I promised him that I would uh, always have more than $2,500 on my person at all times. <laughs> just in case this happens and, again. Uh, you know, uh, just misunderstandings what? happens. And as long as they're only $2,500 away from being rectified, then we can we can deal with it. <laughs> That is that a is, very that understanding father. Yeah, I feel it's like, like a, a microcosm for life, right? Isn't it, no problems not unsolvable provided you've got twenty five hundred dollars <laughs> to get through it, right? I think maybe a drug addiction and uh, drug maybe addiction? like behavior behavior control behavior control lack of respect for societal lack structures. of respect for societal structures. I don't know where any of these unfounded accusations are coming from, Mister Man. Uh, I think that you know he tr- mistreats his neighbors. He he's peed into buckets in public. He's mm-hmm. I mean he's well, gone. I, he solicited Brazilian prostitutes. Mm-hmm. Yeah. <laughs> well, how do you? What did you say to him? What what are there going to be consequences from you as the as the parental guidance? Absolutely, them lils can't come over for two weeks. You think that's going to stop him from drinking codeine and pineapple Fanta? He told me that was Sizzup. It is. It's a that it has a street name for a drug. A, a drink drug. He's drink drugging? <laughs> He's drink drugging. <laughs> <laughs> oh. I, 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 I kind of embarrassed I kinda, that I have to be in the retrospect, one. I really respect I really regret the um Well, that's my wedding ring. Yeah. Are you uh, is it over? It would appear so. <laughs> <laughs> the subtext here is pretty profound. <laughs> Well, I guess I really regret the whole pre-gaming with the Robitussin thing. Ooh. So now that you know that the problem's more serious, can you give us a kind of just a, a quick, like, quick version of, of the speech you're going to give him, you know, really laying down the law? Yeah. Yeah, I'm going to sit right across from him. I'm going to look him right in the eye, and I'm going to say, You can't handle the truth! That's a that's a few good men. Oh, but it's a really good speech. Yeah, yeah, I know, but uh, it's kind of... I don't know. That seems uh, like it's been done and for a different context. Okay. 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 No, I know. I know what I'll. What I'll. What I'll, 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 I'll sit okay. him down. Look right. At, I'll look right in his eyes and I'll say, "In the name of God, do your duty. In the name of God, believe Tom Robinson." <laughs> Dude, that seems. I think that's the same. That's the same. Uh, same movie, right? Was was Atticus Finch in A Few Good Men? Is that? Oh, oh. no, no, no! Sorry, that's, that's sorry. I don't know. It seemed it seemed very similar. Oh, okay. No, okay. All right. Well, I'll 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 look across from him, and I'll I'll, I'll look him right in the eye, and I'll I'll say, Beebsy. <laughs> there we go. L- L- little Beebs. <laughs> you better promise me. That you'll never, ever, ever do anything like that again. And then I'll kind of punch him in the shoulder. Uh huh. And I'll tussle his hair. Yeah. And I'll send him up to bed with a little pat in the bottom. Wow, that is tough. That is a, that is a strong hand guiding. I hope you're taking notes here on how to be a parent. I know this is great parenting yeah. advice. Hopefully, I can. Uh, oh, you want to be a parent? Well, there's nothing. There's no problem in this world that $2,500 time <laughs> for can't solve. Well, thank you for being here, Jeremy Bieber. Is that my name? 
Yeah. Oh, look at that. Father of the year, everybody. Give it a oh, give There it goes a... my wedding ring again. Okay. Oh, <laughs> it's over. Oh, jeez. Not oh, if you metaphor. can rectify it. Yeah. Awesome. Well, uh, that that's Justin Bieber's uh, saga. What, what do you think is going to happen after this? Because it seems like any other celebrity who has run into this much... Who's driven 15 Prob- over. Yeah, yeah, this many problems. It's like, does he not have, like, PR people? There's never any, like, trying to fix well, that's the, the issues. That's, that's that the thing he... is that in that culture, you just surround yourself with yes people. And then well... all they do is they enable you, including your PR team. And this, in this instance, I would imagine his PR team did everything they could. This was something that was out of their control. But as soon as... So, so I'm sure they'll be fired and then just replaced right, with other people who right. tell him what he wants to hear. Yeah, it's the whole Michael Jackson thing, right? He, he, had, oh, yeah, he had medical That's, that's true. Yeah. Yeah. Set his hair on fire, and that will take care of him. <laughs> <laughs> Change his skin color, and everything's going to be good. <laughs> All right, so uh, let's move away. from. Do you have anything else you want to say about no. Justin Bieber? No. It's, it's, it, the dude's a terrible punk. Uh, I, I, I hate him and at the same time feel like it's early enough in his life that mm. something can be done where he can maybe like he's a talented kid. Yeah, That's the thing I, is like he can sing and he can perform. I wish no ill upon any person on this earth. However, if you're someone who has hundreds of millions of dollars, it's going to be very difficult for me to have any sympathy for you at any time. Yep. Yep. Exactly. So uh, we hope you don't die, Justin Bieber. But if you do, <laughs> we want your money. Yeah. <laughs> please, please distribute your, your wealth. Uh, do not, do not will it to the lils. No, I will be pissed. Ain't no lil will out here. Yeah, that's right. Some okay. attorney drafting a lil will. <laughs> so I want to move to something completely different. I want to move to, uh, something that I need to get your advice on, ah. Lindsay. Um, I found this survey and it is a list of the top 10 beauty habits women don't want guys to know about. So Ooh. these are the ways that, uh, women... Uh, kind of superficially alter themselves in order to be more attractive to the opposite sex. Photoshop. And it's a <laughs> well. Thank you, Tinder. Instagram filters. Yes. Yeah, so I, I'm, all I want you to do. May I revisit my prior history with the Will Show and ask what governing body uh, sanctioned and then released this official survey we're about to, to traipse ask down? Men. This is a publication known as Female First. Oh. So it is actually. They'd know. For women by women. They're first and foremost women. It's Fubub. For for women, uh, female it, first. And, uh, that was th- the audio from Justin Bieber's arrest. <laughs> so basically, they took a poll and they asked about the, the beauty habits that women don't want their mates or guys to know about uh, at all. And uh, these are the top 10 things that came up. And I just want you to go, if you've done it, I want you to take a drink. And if you haven't done it, I just want you to punch yourself in the face. No, that's that, those aren't the rules. I want you to say, this is great radio. <laughs> yeah. All this visual punishment happening. No, if, you, and if then you've I'll done it. I'll add a beauty regimen to cover up the bruises that I will inflict upon myself. If you've done it, just say ding. I want to get through the list really quick, okay. and then we'll mark the ones that you've done. Okay. Just kind of like make a bell noise. Okay. And then, do, uh, do you well, need me to ding anything? Or? So wait, I'm dinging. If you know I'm your wife does yes. this, you say ding. Oh. I'm dinging for yes. Okay. If you know that, if is I that know okay? she does this, if you know for sure that she does this, sure. if, you, if you don't know she does it, we'll we'll address that too. So I just want okay. to get through the list really quick. Okay. So these are the top ten beauty habits women don't know, don't want guys to know that they do. And Lindsay's gonna ding if she does them, and Jeff's gonna ding if his wife does them. Mm-hmm. 
uh, for sure. He knows that his wife doesn't for sure. Here's the here are they in order. Uh, number one, plucking or shaving hair on your toes. No dings. No, not to my Lindsay knowledge. Lindsay doesn't do that, and uh, neither does Jeff's wife. Number two, <laughs> plucking or shaving hair on her face. Ding. Ding, as in like eyebrows. Yeah. Yeah, anything on the okay, face. Okay, well then, yeah. yeah. Ding. Yeah. Okay, so that's I that's that. common. Three, plucking unwanted body hair. This is the only thing. It's just plucking hair. Like it's <laughs> top ten plucking hair things for women. <laughs> I get so that that Pl- plucking unwanted body hair. Those are the yeah. That's pretty much what women do all the time. They Ding. Get rid of their hair. Uh, so that's the top okay. three. Here we okay. go. Number Ding-ish. four. Ding ish. Yeah. So that's specifically that vague. Some, sometimes I pluck it, sometimes I let it <laughs> fall out naturally. Do you do you have uh well we'll get back to it. Number four, waxing or dyeing the hair on your upper lip. No. Okay, no dings. <laughs> Five, removing calluses from your feet. Uh ding. I'm a dancer. Okay. Six, wearing body slimming underwear. No uh what are they called? Uh they're that's Spanx. Spanx? Ugh. No Spanx? No? Mm-hmm. Okay, no spanks on your on your wife. Nope. <laughs> okay, great. Uh, seven, plucking your eyebrows. Ding. Ding. Ooh, What's, wait, that, that was like lame. What, okay, so what it's, woman doesn't do that? Well, um, and also on top of that, like we're back to plucking again. We're right. like plucking here in the face, and now it's specifically plucking eyebrows. What what qualifies outside the eyebrows is here in the face. Uh, your mustache. But then, but then you already say like the upper lip thing. Yeah, dying hair on the upper lip, but not uh, specifically dying plucking the hair. Okay. Yeah. Ah. Uh-huh. So that could be okay. something different than plucking, okay. actually removing it all together. Well, it doesn't I, ever I, say shaving. Are there there are, are there women out there who actually take a razor to the stuff that they don't want, like a man? I I would imagine it's probably it's uh, more comfortable than ripping a, a lot out of the of root. Secret behaviors that go on behind closed bathroom doors. Here's what but I want you to survey, think about. They're all boring. <laughs> yeah. Here's what I want you to think about is uh, stuff that isn't on this list that you do that is uh, that yeah, what I'm might trying. be more interesting. Uh, okay. Eight is waxing or shaving your bikini line. Ding. 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 I think at some point probably. Yeah. Okay. Nine. Plucking the nose hair. No, you don't. Don't pluck your nose hair. I've noticed it getting a little long. Do Do I ding if I've done that? Uh, no, you can. I do, guess. Do women have? Or do I, done, or do I, I have a nose hair trimmer. Oh, I have a trimmer use. too. Yeah. Yeah. I don't pluck it out. That would be terrible. <laughs> yeah. That would make me cry. Yeah. Yeah. That seems like punishment. And then ten is using cleanser, toner, or moisturizer. Ding. Ding. <laughs> this is the most boring the survey. That was such a letdown. Ever. So, that, like that, 95% of that Female first is boring. Yeah. So, do you have body hair? I was hair? expecting that to get like super gross yeah. and like really turn all men off from any women. Well, girls are Hiding smart. spare change in orifices. Yeah. Ding. <laughs> oh, yeah. Uh, I don't know. Uh, putting. Putting sewing needles inside your eyes to keep them bright. <laughs> so they have that glimmer when it catches your light, catches the light just right. What would you say would be something that rubbing Vaseline on your teeth is a beauty trick that I've heard for beauty pageant contestants? Can you, what's the title of this survey again? T- 10 Beauty Habits Women Don't Want Guys to Know About. How does nobody know about how, what, what ignorant like population of women do they sample? like, oh, if they ever found out I plucked my eyebrows. Uh, hey, Lindsay, I noticed your mustache was gone this week. <laughs> How did that happen? My body just sucked it back in. No, you must have done, you must have plucked it, dyed it, Ugh. shaved it. I'm trying to think of things. I mean, I don't, I'm pretty low maintenance, so there's not like don't a whole we lot outside. Shut your goddamn mouth. <laughs> well, and again, like, I feel like since these 
habits here are advertised as controversial, but in my opinion, are pretty tame at, you know, the most exciting. Um, well, yeah, like what kind of torrid things would, would – let me ask – can, can, I, can I flip the, the focus here? Will, what kind of weird things do you think women do when they're getting ready that you're like, why isn't this on the list? I don't know. Like maybe – I don't think that women actually do this, but I don't know if there is a concern about, about parts of your body that you want to be ultra clean. Like uh, do you ever have hair around your – boobs that you want to get rid of or like or, or do you ever like if you have moles or something like do you want try to pick them off do you, you try to shave pick them off, off a mole <laughs> yes i i don't know are there things that women are are really focused on uh in the parts of their body that you don't see all the time that they want to like take extra care of okay. hygienically okay i don't know i don't know what like, that would be ready for the potential to have relations, so you want to make sure that you mean sex things points? are taken care of. Yeah. yeah, yeah, or maybe uh extra. And but I think to, though, really, I mean, at least for me, the only thing that that goes back to is making sure that your legs and your lady parts are hairless. Yeah, okay. or maintained in the way that you want. Do you pluck or do you shave? For which area? <laughs> we, actually, we talked about this on the show. Before. There seemed to be so much emphasis on plucking that apparently that seemed to be the norm. I know. I'm like sitting here kind of cringing because of all of the, the talk about plucking from areas. It's like, yeah. I think plucking would be terrible. It, it like would hurt head. and it would not be fun. Like my uh, my eyebrow area, I don't I don't wax my eyebrows. I I pluck them myself, but those are kind of I think like numb. To that, but I do recall like the first time that you do that. Like I can't imagine certain areas of your body, just how torturous that has to be if women really are doing those things. Yeah, I don't know. But I mean, I I, I was just kind of curious if there was ever like using a maybe rate... if I would have found a match on Tinder. Maybe that I would have been more concerned with making sure that I was properly maintained. I would have been able to. Right. Add more to this. I'm just but... wondering it. I, I don't yeah, know. I, don't I, I know. just saw the survey and just thought, like, are there are there weird things that women are doing to be more beautiful that are There's completely weird unnecessary? Shit that like you hear about. What's some I think weird shit? Tell like us about the weird celebrities shit. though Go, that you, you hear about, like the um, the vampire facials. It's something with like blood. All right, now I'm very intrigued. What is this now? Yeah, <laughs> I, Kim Kardashian, I know, is is one that does it all the time. There's a name um, you want to. There's a name you like to say if you talk like a vampire. Kim Kardashian. Yeah, mm. but like chemical peels, where the, it actually like acid like chemi- or... yeah, somebody throws battery acid at your face, <laughs> and then you, you just look like oatmeal face. Beautiful. Now sing like, music of the night. What if that was the trend? It's like I want my face burnt by acid, so I look like oatmeal face. <laughs> <laughs> it's just like I want every girl now is looking like oatmeal. Mo- a lot of it though is uh more like um like salon type procedures like yeah. uh, hair extensions or the new thing i think now is uh like eyelash extensions yes, yeah. a lot oh, of gosh, girls yeah. i know are getting those um but like the teeth whitening it's all kind of like enhancing things that i'm thinking mm-hmm. of. well i was not, thinking not, when it comes so, back to what not so much like you know getting rid of hair and yeah, things but, but the, it's that like comes back to the beginning of our dialogue at the very beginning about like tinder etc it's all mm-hmm. about like that initial perception so you can get past that filter mm-hmm. yeah 
Well, you know, I was just thinking like m- bodybuilders. I've heard uh, obviously they do steroids and HGH, so they get the bodies that they have. But be- right before they go perform, they'll do stuff like like do a bunch of push-ups and slap themselves mm-hmm. around so they're swole. Mm-hmm. I just don't know if like women if they do that to like do <laughs> you slap yourself around so you're swole. <laughs> Throw themselves into walls. Like if you want some more cleavage for the night, do you just bang them around a little bit before you? What does that even mean? <laughs> what I, I don't you know. Doing? Have you? I'm just trying to draw a parallel. That? Why is that your answer? Why is the? Hey, do you need more of that? Well, could you punch, punch it, it a couple times? Just punch it. Just punch it till it does what you want. I just what are you, I super don't punch it till it swells. <laughs> well, there you go. I don't know if that there was some kind of like sordid trick like that that women were doing, just, like a completely abusive, it's unnecessary called thing. Called a bra. Yeah. <laughs> that punches Wonder you. Bra. It punches you. Yeah. Yes. <laughs> Okay, anyway, so that's the lamest list on the <laughs> earth. <laughs> you don't you punch uh, yourself we... till you get all swole? <laughs> <laughs> I did uh, one, I remember the bodybuilder thing. I know there's uh, also like like what they eat at the day of a competition. Like it's just nothing but iceberg lettuce with salt and pepper on it. So it just like completely dehydrates them more or less. So like all Ugh. that, yeah. Ugh. Mm. Yeah, I just, I know women want to be pretty. I didn't know what <laughs> to what extreme. I guess it just has plucking is the only pain you guys suffer. I guess. I assure you, I'm not going through any play, pain to make you uh, make myself appealing. I'm just so fascinated by that they don't want men to find out about this. As if there would be some revelation where the guy would be like, wait a second, you mean there was more hair on your face? Do you think, though, that... And you get rid of it? If women were completely open with that, like if they were cohabitating with somebody mm-hmm. and they just allowed a man, if if women really did do these things, if they allowed a man to see this, do you think that that would change? Or like, like watching someone pluck their eyebrows, or well, or even the things that they <laughs> that were talking about on the list, like, would, would, that, would that. that change your perception of a woman? Because I know that's I'd really be super maybe disturbed. That is the perception of a woman, though, because these things are secret and that men don't realize that women are doing those things. There's this perception that women are like perfect and feminine right. and smooth. Mm-hmm. And uh, do you think that I that feel would like, I feel ruin? Like co- yeah, cohabitating kind of is the death knell of that to a degree. I yeah. mean, as soon as you move in with someone, there's just no thing, things that can't be avoided. And that's kind of like the beginning of the end, I would imagine. And plus, like part of that whole thing is the whole, it's the grooming process for the purpose of we're trying to attract you know, the opposite sex, we're trying to attract a mate, et cetera. And so there's all that first impression. Well, once you've already established that, you know, baseline, it becomes comfortable and familiar. Well, then there's no longer the need for it. So I would imagine the lack of emphasis would precede the fact that you just wouldn't become such a big deal. Yeah. And you start cheating at that point. I see. And then when you start doing it again, then the questions arise. I want a girl who doesn't have any of that hair. <laughs> and then... And then you find out later then that you, then, tw- then you find a 12-year-old. What happened to your face hair? That's right. That's why you just got to start dating a girl with a mustache. Yeah, because the, the must is a must. Yeah, the must is a must. Okay, when we come back, I've got a couple of stories about uh, toilet paper. Oddly enough, uh, it seems to be a TP kind of week. So uh, we'll get you into that. You weren't allowed to buy that at said, uh... at said, at said wholesale establishment. Yes. That is not <laughs> Costco, so you're free to guess what it is. One of them's about Kenny G and the other one's about a terrible accident, which uh, <laughs> with TP. So there is a uh, biggity bachelor. Yeah. 
on the TV right now. Biggity, 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 back. What? Hates what? gays. Not comfortable with a gay uh, gay bachelor, huh? Guess not. Yeah, uh, you the, watch that uh, television the funny program? Thing, I do. It's hilarious. It's oh god, women. Um, the the funny thing is though, is this man has a child. Mm -hmm. She's like five years old, and he's claiming that it he wouldn't be comfortable with his child or I guess any child seeing two gay men mm -hmm. on television together. However, he's, Have they seen... he's okay with his own child watching him, him court women openly. 25-ish or so mm -hmm. women on TV. It is how you say a double standard. Yes. <laughs> yeah, what, what is that word? Well, mm. I, I think it's interesting that uh, a lot of these uh, human rights issues are, are coming to light and, and people are being... It's strange. I think the right side of history is on human rights, civil rights, Agreed. the ability to be independent and free mm -hmm. and uh, live the way you want. Be recognized as a human being. And Isn't that a, like a cool fundamental thing? Right. And and for whatever reason, we're in a time where you thought that, that people had more respect regardless of their actual opinion of, yeah. uh, of how you feel about homosexuality or any of these hu basic human uh, kind of instincts or ways of living. And, uh, and, and now it's becoming more likely that people are going to be just brutally just ignorant. Yeah, and just in, and, and in not, public again. Yeah, and, and not even, yeah, just like you're saying, not even trying to do their due diligence of dancing around it as best they can. Now, like, that that option is just taken off the table. You're right. Now there's just nothing left to do but just embrace your your bigotry and, like, kind of, like, wear, own it. Wear, yeah, wear it as a badge of honor. Yeah, and, and hopefully this cycles out. I'm hoping that this is an older an older generation that's is. doing it now and that that, that whole thing uh, with the upcoming generation and generations will uh, kind of uh, fade away with history and time. But it, it reminded me what this story about the bachelor, like basically publicly saying that he would he doesn't condone uh, homosexuality being viewed by children or it's it's bad to see it, of the HJR three thing that's mm -hmm. happening mm -hmm. here in Indianapolis. Uh, the they want to write a ban to uh, gay marriage into our constitution, which by the way it's already illegal here as a state law that you can't get married if you're a homosexual. So it's redundant, unnecessary. It, it is just like a bigot's torch that they're bearing mm. and and also shoving down the throats of uh, of Congress. Like the, it was going to get voted down. And now that they've changed the committee, the Speaker Bosma guys changed mm -hmm. the committee so that it'll get voted so at least can be considered on the House floor. And that. I mean, I just don't. But the people who comment on this stuff, I'll go read stories and then watch the comments that come in underneath, mm -hmm. and they are just obscene. I yeah, yeah. like, but that, but that's a whole issue in, uh, in in and of itself, which is the whole the anonymity that the internet and social networking breeds, where you can just hide behind you know your your fake name and then just say what you want with no recourse. That is its own problem, and then it just compounds other problems because it gets lumped into it. Yeah, but the, it, this is happening more frequently. Like the Duck Dynasty guy yeah. was equally as uh, transparent in yes. his views. Not that that you know, I guess there, there is yeah, some... there's there's nothing wrong with having a platform and a forum to express whatever it is you think, but. In doing so, you open yourself up to the consequences of those choices, yeah. and and that is what people have to deal with. 
it, it, I think it's so funny that this is what I think that the Bosma guy who put this HJR three or whatever, this clarification mm. of a, an amendment to our constitution in Indiana, he thought that, that everybody's going to rally behind him, that, that, that it was the minority that was going to, that was going to speak out on this yeah. when actually that it's, I think it's a majority of people now are like, no, it's, they're gay people. It exists in the world and has forever. Yeah. And it's going to exist. And these people deserve to be treated like human beings. And that's the right side of history. And we have no reason and we shouldn't be spending time and on, on trying to amend time, resources. Yeah. Yeah. It, it, that that we have to make an argument against it. it. I just think I just think it's wildly ignorant and naive to have thought that that this was something that wasn't going to be to be fought. The thing that I don't understand about this issue in particular is how how do these people think that it affects them personally? That's where yeah. the, that's what I don't get. Well, and for me, what uh, what I can never wrap my brain around is there seems to be no more counterintuitive measure by uh, of this political argument than trying to use government as a means of forcing your will on people when at a fundamental level you oppose that as any sort of recourse yeah. that to me i just at a baseline level like beyond what the actual you know content or ideology involved is the fact that you would be so willing to compromise your beliefs just to see a means to an end, I mean, it, it, to me, it just throws all of your political credibility out the window. Yeah, and it, 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 especially when that this was going to be killed in the original original committee, and it was just swapped in order to have people who are equally as ignorant to push it through on the behalf of a, a career or friendship or whatever it happens to be. But it's certainly not. Not listening to the people, I, I, I don't, I don't understand. I don't want to spend too much time on right. on heavy shit, but it just, I think that too it's late. the wrong, the wrong side of history. Uh, this is gonna all over time. This is just gonna be a normal thing that exists in the world, and there will not be well, like arguments the, it, it, over the, it. The civil rights mm -hmm. era. It's, it's like it's a, it's a matter of you don't. Sometimes you don't get to take the leap towards the obvious. You have to move in inches. It doesn't mean it's fair. It doesn't mean that it's it's ultimately the right thing that ends up happening. Is it something that just disappears like generationally? I think it's like, like, I think as... it cycles out. I think that I think that you look at and I always feel bad because I feel like I or the people of my generation aren't doing enough. But it seems to me like as you go down that generational line, the sentiment on one side or the other of the argument begins to sway pretty you know, profoundly in, in, in one way. And so now it's just a matter of as that as that pervades those generations and then they come up and then begin to become the leaders and the policymakers, you know, that that's that's when ch train change gets affected. But at the same time, you know, I, I find it, you know, a little a little it, it's just tough because, like, there's just an obvious answer to this and we, we can't get to it. Yeah, it's not to fucking do anything. It's to get out of the way. Yes. Yeah, that is the answer. Make yeah. sure the fucking roads are yes. are safe, mm -hmm. and uh, that we have a firefighters and policemen, mm -hmm. and that we can live. And again, outside of that, to reiterate, I right. think that's why it's so hard mm -hmm. to to understand. It's when there's things like that that are actual issues that 
affect other people. It's like there's a house with people you know in it that's burning down to the ground, but there's a guy 10 feet away from it, like, hey, look at me. Yeah. Mm-hmm. But there are people in that. No, wait, I got some thing over here. Yeah. Let me decide if I want to get my DS and then grab an abortion on the way home. <laughs> okay. By okay. a dude. That's okay. a, I, I, that's the extreme of it, but seriously, no, it's no, all about living. You're you're let people live their goddamn but the life. But people that, and... uh, that are on the other side of it that don't see it like the three of us clearly do, do they view it though like Mr. Bachelor Juan Pablo? Like they are just like a disgusting, like I, I, sinning. It's it's unfair. It to, shouldn't be. Uh, I, I. It's unfair. I don't it's know. unfair for us to speak on behalf of other people, especially right. ones who. We would have an issue seeing eye to eye with, right, 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 uh, because they've got you know their own their own ideologies, they've got their own agendas, and they can articulate them as as well as as anyone else. But yeah, it, it does when you try to try to be try to try to have empathy and try to like how is this like how how do people view this? I just yeah, it's it's tough to, it to like, process. I'm trying to like maybe equate it to like older generations who get disgusted at seeing like interracial couples like. Oh yeah, it's, you know? it's I think it's re- I think it's relative. Yeah, yeah. I, I I do. I I think it's just a matter. It's just a matter of time, and uh, and hopefully the this this doesn't go any further. And the the U.S. Supreme Court has already ruled it unconstitutional. So there, I don't even know why we're going. Why oh, there? We can't why have this, government tell us what to do. We're going to have government tell us what to do. Well, yeah, that's right. We've got this other government that'll force it down our throats. Anyway, let's get away from that. That's just my little piece. Shit's just getting real tonight. Too much real stuff. Ah. Let's talk about some fake stuff. Let's do. It's time to talk about toilet paper. Yay! So, uh, Kenny G, who... (laughs) I'm sure that you're all familiar with. If you're not, he is the uh, soprano saxophonist. Uh, mm-hmm. from... I'll tell you what, if that guy was The Bachelor, I would make sure no child could ever have access to that content. <laughs> so I want you guys to guess who he's the new spokesman for. Sherman. Yes! Boom! Nailed it! Which... It's as if you had seen that somewhere before. I hadn't. Why? Uh, that's a great question. There is no clear reason. Soothing, and you Uh, need to relax during. Okay. So you will have some kinds of rips or tears. Exactly. So uh, Kenny G is the uh, is the brand new uh, endorser spokesman for Charmin Ultrasoft. Okay. And uh, he wants to. uh, Is he replacing the bear? He's what? Isn't the the bear the Charmin? No, the bear the bear just is forced to sit there and listen to him play music. <laughs> it's just uh, just not make a noise while he uh, while he plays his soprano saxophone, and uh, so he's kind of running this contest, and somebody's going to uh, win. Uh, uh, oh my god! Uh, somebody <laughs> is this the first time you've read this? No, no, it's not. I just, I just thought it was. I thought it was wild, but I think somebody's going to win a lot of toilet paper. Basically, is that basically it? That's it. But, uh, but Kenny wants to go a step further, and uh, this is, this is his quote. He said, "I was even thinking that they should uh, do a contest where the winner, I go with them into the bathroom and play music while they wipe. That would be the <laughs> ultimate prize. It could be a career changer." So uh, Kenny G has a, a real interest in. Uh, in playing just about anywhere, but uh, he is the new uh, spokesman endorser for uh, Charmin Ultrasoft Toilet Paper. And uh, we actually have uh, a few previews of his pretty blunt 
uh, very short uh, endorsements for Charmin Ultra Ultra Thin Ultra Wipe uh, toilet paper. Uh, do you want to hear a couple of them now? Absolutely. Uh, so uh, here's Kenny G, uh, and we'll go through a lot of these. So uh, you know these are kind of uh, kind of in the in the can to decide what they're going to use. So here's Kenny G's quick uh, tagline for uh, for Ultra Charmin Ultra Soft, and we'll go through a bunch of them. Uh, let's go. Here's the first one. Charmin Ultra Soft for when you need some Kenny G in your Kenny B. <laughs> God, that is uh, pretty blunt. And I, I guess they just get blunter and blunter, less clever. So here's the next one. Charmin Ultra Soft, you pooped your skids. <laughs> uh, here's, uh, here's another one. Charmin Ultra Soft. Wow. wow, that's uh, that's uh, that's kind of like the opposite of what we ex- you know expect from him. Yeah, it's you thought it was very, gonna be like, soothing. soothing, but he did hold that note for a long time. That was, was impressive. impressive. Yeah. So uh, yeah, here's here's just a couple more. Chairman Ultra Soft. When my fingers are tired of working a tenor saxophone, they'll work your butt. <laughs> that's that seems uh, that seems more like a eight hundred number for he, him. He does seem dexterous though. Yeah. It seems like that he could probably get in there and be oh, a pretty yeah. good wiper. And then uh, here's just a couple more. Sherman Ultra Soft. Would you rather have the bear wipe your ass? <laughs> <laughs> uh, and here's here's the last one. And uh, I don't know which one do you do you like any of them so far. I like that last one. Oh yeah, that one was pretty good. Sherman Ultra Soft. Remember Yanni? <laughs> <laughs> Not anymore, because that son of a bitch isn't uh, endorsing any kind of toilet paper. Nope. Uh, well, that's Kenny G, and he's got, uh, and he is the I new spokesman. I do always appreciate bathrooms where his music is playing. That's though. true. Do you Soothing. notice and recognize his music? Who doesn't? I have no idea. I, I mean, don't it could know. be any kind of like generic elevator music. Yeah. Uh, what What's a melody of Kenny G's? I mean, you've been in enough bathrooms that clearly you know. I just always assume any saxophone is Kenny G. Or Bill Clinton. <laughs> <laughs> oh, look at that. <laughs> Topical. Mm. <laughs> Okay, so uh, in the other in other toilet paper news. Oh, there's more toilet paper news. That should be the name of this segment. It's toilet paper news. Gervais yeah. has his monkey news, and do, now do, you've do, got do, toilet do, paper do, news. Do, do, do. So uh, someone's house got toilet papered in Alabama. Ooh. Uh, in a typical prank, there's uh, you go out. It's quite frequent. There was one house, paper. and I didn't realize kids still did that or realize what toilet paper was. You know, it's all my. Here's what I say, my nephew. Uh, he loves the cell phone. All he does is sit he, down. So he wipes with his cell phone? No, he, he's he got virtual toilet paper. Yes, oh. he has a WAP that he has an app. He has a WAP. That, he a has WAP. a WAP that wipes Wiping his app. app. A WAP it's a app. WAP. He's got a, he's got an app that wipes his ass. But uh, he, he, I, I'm surprised kids are ambitious enough now to uh, go Get toilet paper house. house. Yeah. Yes, that when they could probably do it digitally or something you, like that. Have like you a, heard of forking? Have you heard of that? Uh, is that what they put the fork in the yard? Yeah, they get like a plastic fork. I think that was kind of a fun, creative thing. Yeah. Uh, I mean, pulling forks out of your out of the ground is a lot easier than trying to get toilet paper out of a tree. Uh, and that is true because this family in Alabama oh dear. Uh, decided that uh, the toilet paper cleanup was so hard that... Uh, they set it on fire? Their instinct was to set it on fire. Ah, you did it! Then I did it! Yeah! We're so good. So uh, they, the family set this toilet paper on fire... And as a result, <laughs> no. as a result, uh, they did Alabama. get rid of they did get rid of the toilet paper. It worked, and uh, everything, and else. also their entire house. <laughs> so and yard. Oh, why am I laughing at that? That's horrible. I hope that Kenny G can help out. And- <laughs> He's- 
playing on the ashes. That's right. Yep. I'm just picturing him standing off in the distance playing a sad saxophone solo. Shaman ultrasound. As it Burn down your house. Crumbles. So anyway, uh, they burnt down their house because they decided that it would be wise to clean up the toilet paper with fire. And in fact, we have uh, the husband of the family here. Uh, he he is uh, rumored to be the dumbest man in Alabama. Now, that's hard. Being to do. from Alabama yeah. uh, is that's quite the title. Yeah, I mean, you know, there is questionable about your intellect. But uh, now we have. Actually, what people have said is the dumbest person from Alabama. Congratulations, by can the I, way. Can I ask one uh, one question? Yes. Yeah. Who said that I'm the dumbest man from Alabama? Uh, I, I think it was just kind of the uh, the Did they not public. see Nick Saban try to kick a fourth and 20-something field goal that got returned by Auburn to win the Iron Bowl? That's the dumbest man in Alabama. Huh. Wow, that's that's an awfully clever observer, observation for the dumbest man. For the dumbest man, man in Alabama, I mean, that's what yeah. I'm saying. Wow, Fine. maybe maybe you are... I believe I've been misjudged by the press. Falsely labeled. Yeah. Now, uh, sir, your name is uh, Mr. Croswell. Miss Croswell, Esquire. Uh, yes. Is and, the Esquire uh, in the byline? Uh, it is not. Man, I'm really being given a disservice by the press of Alabama. Now, uh Man, you are very articulate for the dumbest man in Alabama. For the dumbest man in Alabama, I would surprise you. <laughs> so, you had your house toilet paper. Do you have any idea who toilet papered your house? Someone who likely had access to a lot of Charmin Ultrasoft toilet paper. <laughs> are you accusing Kenny G, the new spokesman for Charmin Ultrasoft? I, I would never directly accuse Kenny G of toilet paper in my house in Alabama. But, I will say this. Pun intended on that butt. <laughs> if the shoe fits, wear it. If the TP streaks, smear it. <laughs> wow. That is an incredible uh, saying. For the dumbest man from Alabama. For the dumbest man in Alabama. Mm -hmm. You are piecing together the mysteries of your... Of I hope I'm dispelling a stereotype about the intelligence level of the average person from Alabama. Oh, well, I am the dumbest person from Alabama. So that, that's right. You are skewing the who work the factory line in Alabama. You are skewing the bell curve of uh, Alabamian. So this this intellect. makes me wonder. Mm -hmm. I'm I'm not sure who else is in your family or who else is in this home. Was this your idea? It was my idea. I okay. looked at that toilet paper on my house and I thought to myself, well, we could get the ladder out, but that would require me opening up the garage door mm -hmm. and unhooking it from the hook. And opening it up and walking up and taking toilet paper off my house, or follow me on this, I could set it ablaze and uh, be done with it. Now, what? Why didn't you think that uh, if toilet paper would be set ablaze, that everything the toilet paper was touching would also be set ablaze? Well, I figured by the commutative property of heat as it accelerates, there would be a layer of air between the toilet paper and my house that would serve as a buffer. So as that toilet paper burned through, that buffer would simply cool off the heat and the house would be fine. I mean, I've wrapped my arm in toilet paper before and set it on fire. You have? Yeah. Well, I'm noticing that your arm looks like oatmeal a little well, yeah. bit. Well, uh, that's from the acid I put on there, so I look like <laughs> an oatmeal face. But I put it on my arm instead of my face because I'm the dumbest man from Alabama. <laughs> well, yeah, but you, you have your moments of uh, brilliance, it seems like, and you also like seem to, to have your I moments do. of dumb. So you might be just more like an average person. I am the bell curve. Yeah, you are right in the center, Yeah, it seems so when, like. When was the moment that you realized, though, that your 
plan had kind of not worked out the way that you were anticipating. Well, there was the part where my house burned down. Yeah. That seemed to suggest that it may have been the the worser of two options. Mm-hmm. Uh, I wasn't quite sure. But at I mean, that when point. you first saw that it wasn't just sticking straight to the toilet paper and going nowhere else, did you do anything to try to, or did you just stand I, there? Well, I, well, I did something. I remarked to my wife, "It's not just sticking there; it's burning down the house." I think, but in the time it took to articulate that and process it, and for her to hear it. It and then also the house burnt gone. burnt down. Yeah. Wow, that's quick. That's a quick fire. Did you ever think that? Uh, well, it was. I think. I think it was flash paper toilet paper. Flash paper toilet. Yeah, paper. We're a test market where we live in Alabama, and so we get all kinds of different products, and not much of it sees a lot of the day beyond our uh, test market circumference. But yeah, flash paper toilet paper. Okay. Wow. That that's an expensive. Uh, well, it must be that narrows down your suspects then. Yeah. That, somebody who only had access to. Test paper, toilet paper. Yeah, yeah, yeah. Uh, now, did you try to do anything to stop the fire once you noticed that it was? I yelled at that fire like my life depended. I hollered at that blazing fire like until my lungs imploded. What did you say? What did you Stop yell? fire! <laughs> stop burning fire! Now I feel like he's I mean, kind of living up to his reputation. You know what? I got a feeling, Lindsay, that he was prepped to. He had a couple of answers prepped that maybe he knew he was coming on the radio. Yeah, he was and somebody using helped a lot about. of fancy words. Yeah, that, you see in like, that didn't you know, sound like the PR dumbest man from Alabama. Where you know. Are y'all going to finish this sweet tea? That's right here. No, can no, I? you can have some of it oh, if you like. Yours. All right, then. Thank you. Now, uh, you, you've you actually, uh, this is not the first tragedy you've endured. Oh, no. Where I've, you've, I've endured several tragedies. Where you've tried to fix, uh, mm-hmm. where you've tried to fix certain things. Uh, mm-hmm. Uh, in certain ways, mm-hmm. and it didn't go uh, mm-hmm. go as in- anticipated. Now, uh, when uh, when when your uh, son uh, didn't make the uh, football team, mm-hmm. you uh, you also uh, tried to uh, cure that in a uh, alternative way. Yeah. So he brought home uh, his slip of paper. It was a rejection notice from his position coach. He uh-huh. wanted to play tight end, and I looked at that and said, "We will rectify this immediately." And I set it on fire. <laughs> And by it disappearing from God's earth, <laughs> that seemed to me to say that that no longer was the thing. Okay, so uh, so by burning up the notice that your mm-hmm. son had been rejected, now did he make the football team? No. For whatever reason, his position coach, he wouldn't play tight end, uh-huh. was seemed to think that that had some sort of, like his opinion went beyond a piece of paper. Okay, so uh, something similar happened when uh, when you got your uh, your property tax. Yeah, I did. I got that property tax assessment, and I thought this is astronomical. I'm not going to pay this much money, and uh-huh. so I set that assessment on fire. Okay, and I did not pay my taxes. Uh, and then uh, your your dog had a litter of puppies. Yes, yes, and I said I cannot have nine other mouths to feed. <laughs> So I responsibly donated them to a local shelter. Oh, wow. Now, see, wow. The, there we and go. And I feel I like set the paperwork they gave me on fire. I feel like maybe maybe he, he was prepared for that question. They knew he'd probably bring up the puppies. Well, uh, is, there, is there anything that we can do to help you uh, in this time of tragedy for your family? 
Do y'all have twenty five hundred dollars? <laughs> that might help it help it out. Ain't no problem can't be solved without twenty five hundred dollars. That's what I've heard. Has Charmin offered to to build you a new home? No, they haven't, and that's the thing that disappoints me the most. I mean, they offered for to for Kenny G to come play a benefit concert, but you can imagine how that'll go over in Test Market, Alabama. Yeah, not very well. Nope. I, I have a feeling it might get set on fire. Yeah. Yeah. Uh, so uh, thank you for being here, Mister uh, Mister. What what was it again? Uh, Croswell. Yeah, that's me. Croswell. 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 The Croswells. Well, good best of luck to you. I hope that you get that Thanks. house back. Hey, is that door a push or a pull? Uh, well, the handle's on this side. Okay. So you make the determination. And the hinges are on this side, too. Mm-hmm. What I'm, do you suppose it is? I'm going to push it. Nope, that's not going <laughs> to nope. be the right answer. Just let him do it. Yeah, go ahead. Oh, oh, it's a puller. It's a <laughs> All right. All right. The Mr. Croswell and his burnt down house from trying to, to uh, fix the toilet paper by setting it on fire. Uh, one last story for uh, the night uh, before we go. Uh, this is about morning. a. Uh, this comes to us from across the seas. Oh. Who's going to guess what it is first? Neither one of you. Oh. <laughs> uh, Lindsay was over there plucking out the hair from her face. <laughs> Uh, so Ow. last Ow. Uh, Ow. a a 29 year old male stripper uh, ended Gross. up ended up uh, getting off on an insanity plea. Wait, getting off? Uh, no, oh, okay. <laughs> nope, nope, <laughs> not I quite. I tell you what, whenever I read those insanity pleas, it's <laughs> ooh, I gotta hope I'm in a locked room. <laughs> he ended up he ended up uh, finally what what was it called? Uh, pleading insanity. So a uh, 29-year-old male stripper pleaded insanity for beating up a woman who heckled him during <laughs> oh my a stripper show. Uh, what ended up happening in this whole story is that the, these group of women hired a male stripper who was named Fabio. And uh, they hired him to come perform. They found him on the website. They like Fabio they the swiped one. right. Tinder, they swiped right. Say. Swiped right on the Tinder app. And they uh, they had they had Fabio booked. It was going to be a great party. He was so beefcakey and hunky, and uh, it turns out Fabio got sick. He couldn't perform his stripping doo 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 for that night. The <laughs> oh, he had the he had the doo doo. That's why he couldn't Sponsored do the doo doo. How terrible would that be if you if it was oh. the stripper who came and did doo doo's? <laughs> the worst, <laughs> worst stripper ever. Uh. Most strippers pop out of a cake. This one leaves one on your, <laughs> your coffee table. Uh, <laughs> Oh, I'm so sorry. I'm so sorry. <laughs> and Kenny G plays the music. I know why no one wants to be associated with this. Shit got real again. <laughs> so Fabio uh, couldn't perform, and but that wasn't going to stop the stripper company. Uh, they were going to be sure that they completed their end of the business These bargain. These women swiped right, and we will get what is coming to them. They wanted a great party, and so they sent Leon. <laughs> <laughs> Why is it that we're laughing at the guy who has the more like <laughs> more normal of the two names? Like, it's like, oh, Leon. <laughs> You're wondering which one was more beefcakey. Is it Fabio or Leon? I'm just picturing a Saturday Night Live skit. Yes. Yeah. I, me too. It's the same thing. It's like Fabio the, had yeah. the night off. So <laughs> just Will Ferrell comes Where's in. Where's your coffee as table? Leon. Mm-hmm. Where's the coffee table, Leon? That's the leave a cake. In his banana hammock. <laughs> his American I'm not flag, a beefcake. I leave, I leave little chocolate cakes. Uh, so <laughs> <laughs> I don't know why that's tickling me so much. Anyway, so Leon came, 
<laughs> and uh, Leon was dressed as a firefighter, and everything was okay as he presented himself as a firefighter. But as he was removing his firefighter uniform, it suddenly became clear to the women that he wasn't as beefcakey as Fabio. In fact, he might have been uh, less than in shape. Uh, and uh, the women ended up deciding to salvage the evening by heckling Leon as he was. Uh, you know, you know who'll save this evening. <laughs> you know that guy two feet away from us right now. <laughs> let's tell him how ashamed he is. Yeah, let's do it. Let's, let's do, do it. You do it first. Hey, hey, oink, oink. <laughs> I, I, did somebody smell bacon? Hey, did it eat d d d d d squeal piggy? Come in, oh, oh, man. Beat it, beat it, beat it, beat it, beat That's that's all. That's all, oh, Leon. Why'd you wear Why'd you wear a fireman's outfit to a police officer gig? You pig. You dummy. You stupid pig. pig. So anyway, okay. so it got pretty. It so got that's pretty how brutal. That went. Right. And Leon proceeded to uh, break the fourth wall, as it's called in the theater. <laughs> in the stripper world. In the stripper world. Whenever I toss my g-string into the crowd, I. As Bertolt Breck once said, broke the fourth wall. He drew, broke the fourth pole and, uh, <laughs> yeah. and uh, jumped out into the crowd and proceeded to uh, beat up a woman. <laughs> so that's illegal in most places. It's anywhere. usually frowned upon. That's, that's a fair way of putting it. So anyway, the woman filed charges, but in, like I said at the top of the story, Leon Wait. pleaded insanity. Where was this, by the way? You said it was overseas. But... It was. It, it was in Wales, in oh. England. So uh, in Wales... Uh, we so want Fabio, we want not Fa Leon. We're not going to have him. Leon's or chubby. But a, a psychiatrist pleaded on behalf of Leon that uh, he he loses control of himself in an uncontrollable fashion. He's the Hulk. When he's under, <laughs> when he's under uh, unpredictable stress, so uh, <laughs> you chose your profession. You wisely. Knew, you knew you were tubby, and you knew you were going into the lion's den. <laughs> <laughs> and they poked that bear. Uh, so anyway, we actually have uh, we have Leon here to kind of give us the the firsthand perspective on. Uh, how this all went down. Now we kind of described it earlier, so we don't have to get into. Uh, we don't have to make it too long. But please uh, rehash whatever detail you would like, so I am caught up. I just really curious. You're a stripper. Yes, and it's uh, my profession. But I am a man of the evening. Is there a reason why you uh, you're not in shape <laughs> and that you don't have a, a, a sexy stage name like Fabio? That the stage name I was assured was sexy by the giggling women who I tested it in front of. Mm -hmm. The shape thing is a matter of opinion. That's, First of I all, I dance infrequently. <laughs> Secondly, it is a matter of the eye of the beholder. Right. Some people have high standards. Other people have... <laughs> No standards. 2080 vision. <laughs> Thirdly, I'm from Wales. What kind of men do you expect look like from a place called Wales? Fair. I'm being entirely too superficial. I, I am being like Lindsay judging a guy on yeah, Tinder. You better swipe right, young man. <laughs> <laughs> so I, I just, in the, the, the second question is that you're, you're already off. 
there's a thing called is it called <laughs> double jeopardy? Why are you giggling when you say <laughs> that? Why are you disrespecting the good profession of male stripping? Uh, so you can't be you can't be charged with this again unless you assault another a woman again. But but just so we know, well, hey, so how can I not be charged again if I can be charged again? <laughs> no, you can't. You can't be charged with assaulting this woman again in this scenario. So I could go back and and hunt there's her down. A, with uh, Morgan Freeman and, and Ashley Judd. Be, uh, Go to watch a, it and you'll understand well, how this which, works. Which Morgan Freeman, Ashley Judd movie are we it's talking about? It's called Double Jeopardy. But I'm there sorry. were other Morgan Tommy, Freeman and Ashley Tommy Judd Lee, movies. Tommy Lee Jones, I, I stand corrected. Was it Kiss the Girls, one no. of those movies? I think it was. I think it was. I think you should probably not I know kiss the girls anymore. I know my Morgan Freeman and Ashley Judd movies, all right? <laughs> I Carrie Elways was the villain. I didn't see that coming. I didn't see that coming. Oh, man. I just like the idea that you... Shot him through a milk carton, he did. I'm oh, remembering yes. everything I know about this movie. <laughs> I just like so how you... So you're telling me I can hunt down <laughs> this woman. He seems to be very... And I can beat her up again. <laughs> with no repercussions <laughs> whatsoever. I know, Leon. I have a new lease on life. <laughs> I'm looking in shape just for this. <laughs> and she'll look at me in all of more shapely glory. And she'll say, Leon, you got in shape. I'll take back every bad thing I ever said. And I'll beat the shit out of her. <laughs> no, you can't do that. Are you just I know. I, I, I mean, get you can't be charged for beating her up that night again. But I if guess. I plead insanity like I did last time, no. Now, did you did you plead insanity just uh, to get out of this, or was this a situation where? Because I've heard people can have like rage blackouts uh, where you just I don't snap. I don't remember a thing. Okay. I don't, Were you told to I say don't this, remember or? the feel of her hair in my hands okay. as I tried to rip it from her okay. scalp. I don't remember <laughs> the the terrified screams of her friends going, Leon, Leon, stop it! <laughs> oh, this is getting... you, won't you save us? This is too black. Let's, uh... Let, let, let me ask you, uh... <laughs> Who are you telling anybody that? <laughs> I know, I know, Leon. Just, I just want to ask you one last question. What were some of the things that they they shouted at you that, that kind of triggered your insanity? Oh, as far as... Yeah, insults. Well, it's tough to remember because of the blackout mm -hmm. that Lindsay uh, mentioned. Thank you. <laughs> uh, I seem to remember, I remember there were arbitrary triggers. Like it was almost like they were just pointing things around the room because they were bored. And it's like, oh, the linoleum looks dirty. And, uh, oh, this packet of crisps seems out of date. And like, oh, Leon's still here. Oh, you were you were just offended that you weren't entertaining enough to keep their attention. Oh, I can't begin to properly articulate the reasons for my insanity. That would make me not insane. <laughs> <laughs> but you can't be charged with that again. That's right. That's why I'm going to hunt her down. <laughs> and I'm going to finish the job. <laughs> no, you can't. That's another crime. But wait a second. <laughs> you just said you're, you're a horrible attorney. I don't know why I hired you. <laughs> you attorney. can keep your retainer. I'm a radio show host. I'm sorry. Am man. I on the radio right now? Yeah, oh, God. You're not can... having a blackout. Lindsay Duck! Is that why I can hear myself in my ears like this? Yes. <sighs> don't, don't, don't do it. Lindsay, don't say anything. Do not insult Leon. 
Oh man, well, man, uh, thanks for being here. I, it's really interesting to know that you were just offended. Well, as far as uh, I'm speculating, you were offended by such as your right the, as a radio attorney. Yeah, <laughs> that you were that you were just that you were offended that they're boredom. Maybe lay off the fish and chips and. Uh, oh, you calling me fat? Don't do it! Nope. Don't nope. do it! Brooke's nope. about to get sprung! I told you, Leon! Stop! No, Leon, you brute! Ah. Oh. Hey, man, you remember anything that happened? I completely blacked out. <laughs> I, I hate to make it seem like this is convenient, but I remember nothing of this. Good. I have a couple of questions. Firstly, how did I get here? <laughs> Good question, Leon. Somebody Good question. rolled you in. The bigger question is, how are you going oh, to Are leave? you calling me? <laughs> Don't do it! Don't do it! Lindsay, no! And uh, that was the story of uh, Leon, the uncheaply stripper, <laughs> who got off on an insanity What a lovely place. children's book. <laughs> <laughs> or, or, or Christmas parody. Yeah. Leon, the, the unshapely stripper, <laughs> like to beat up all them hoes. Oh, too dark. Well, oh, Jeff, Jeffy, well, don't, don't be offended. Well, I was too dark. I just, I just did. I just wanted to get past the thing I couldn't put on the radio. It's not too this, dark for me. Is this the, is this the thing that you were talking about when I wasn't in here and Leon was? Oh. Yeah, 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 yeah. No, that, that's a little peek behind the curtain. Is that sometimes, sometimes I, I love dark humor. I, well, always I love you dark are, humor. You are a harbinger of dark humor. Yeah, I am. I, I love it. I love it. To dark death. humor looks at you and goes, "Ooh, <laughs> I got up my go game." <laughs> yeah. So. But uh, I also like to uh, be efficient in the editing mm -hmm. <laughs> for the radio. I can't put the six terrible dark things I can uh, on the uh, radio waves for Indianapolis. Is that why the cuts are 12 minutes long? <laughs> <laughs> yes, exactly. Uh, so uh, thank you, Jeff, for being here. Uh, very funny. Uh, $3 bill comedy, comedy yeah. sports. Go see Jeff. Yeah. And uh, do you have a personal website or anything? No, no. You're not like jco.com or um, jcobley.com? Yeah, you know, some people, you know, that's that's a thing. And for me, it's uh, I'm, I'm probably too lazy <laughs> to, to promote <laughs> for myself. For some people, that's a thing. Yeah, some and people, for, it's not. And for me, I'm lazy. So uh, listen to the show uh, Saturday mornings, 8 to 10 a.m. on 99.5 WZPL. Check it out. Tell people on uh, Facebook or in your real life. Uh, tell a friend. That's how we grow. <laughs> uh, Willshowpodcast.com. And thank you to Lindsay Sprague. Thank you, William. This has been episode. 36. Uh, the musk is a must. The musk is a must, baby. Mm. See you next time on the Wheel Show. Oh, it is musky in here. Uh -huh.